2: Hey,
3: rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Brown and Crouppen Morning After on KPNTFM HD2,
4: Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson.
3: 707 in St. Louis, you are listening to the Morning After. It's presented to you by Brown and Crouppen, Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Elvin Vaughn, Kenneth Iggy Strode. The Plowhawk in Action, Jackson, with you. Doug, welcome to January 10th, 2024. That is the year of our Lord.
4: Yeah, it sure is. Getting uh, getting a little chilly out there, bracing for the storm to come this weekend, although the first storm didn't appear to be much, did it? Uh, no,
3: I, I, uh, I, I'm starting to wonder if some of these uh, media outlets that are hanging on Uh, for dear life, overstate some of these winter events just to drive traffic. That is my conspiracy theory for January 10th, 2024. And you said that was the year of our Lord? The year of
4: the Lord, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, that that, that could be happening, I guess. I guess the one thing they fear more than anything is a a storm that they didn't warn people about. And then people really come down on them.
3: I don't think they're going to have that problem. Been listening to TMA all day. Great job, Plowboy. It's way better than replays of crappy news shows. Miss J and the guy who dips, they held Iggy accountable. That's from LCM. Yeah, that would have been the cat who dips, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was going, who in the hell dips? I haven't seen chewing tobacco in a
0: while. See, yeah. yesterday I decided to try to set up the 6 MA hour perfectly with Ed, you know, kind of getting in with Iggy about the the step-ant thing. You know, kind of a deep dive, and then finishing up with Sinbad. Right oh, you always gotta have Sinbad. Sinbad was about three minutes. Oh wow, a little long. <laughs> so I had to switch it out. But man, I was really hoping for that back to backer. But oh, yeah. I try.
3: Uh, let's see. there Doug. They're active in the YouTube chat. Uh, YouTube.com/slash/tmastl. Uh, four thousand nine hundred fifty subscribers to this uh, little nitwit operation. Welcome to a wet and wild Wednesday, Dougie. You up for some fun tonight? That's from Carl Pelker.
4: Carl Pelker. You know Carl? He's. You guys are doing something tonight. The name sounds so familiar. I feel like I should know Carl Pelker.
1: Wasn't uh, he the mayor of St. Louis at one time? Pelker. He. I think that was big.
3: Carl Officer, and you used to spend time with him. He was mayor of East St. Louis.
1: I know, but that's why you were there. Yeah.
3: Everyone I mean, was
4: Carl there for a while. I
1: mean, wait quite Carl a bit. Carl Spackler. <clears throat> He used to come into the uh, Anticosti quite a bit. Who's that? Carl Officer. I think Pelker was a mayor of one at one time in the city. I think he might have been. If, well, know. anyway, he wants to go wet and wild with you tonight.
4: <laughs> like at Wet Willie's? <laughs> I think so. Is that place still open? It is. It's thriving. It's, it's not great weather for that. They got a different water park in Fenton, I suppose, indoors. At Oh, is that go, right? We go wet and wild. Well, it's been there for <clears throat> fifteen, twenty years now. Well, I haven't had a chance. <laughs> yeah. I thought you hung out in Fenton more than apparently that you do.
3: I used to go to Cracker Barrel in Fenton to pick up food, but they got rid of my grilled chicken on sourdough sandwich, and I'm banty as a rooster. Oh, no. Yeah.
0: That, that one got to be, I don't know if they do top ten national Cracker Barrel rankings. That you one, would
3: like I, to rank that Cracker Barrel top ten? I like to hear that. I've, I've been patronized. to a lot.
0: Didn't probably not shock you. I've been to a lot of Cracker Barrels around the country. You're a road trip guy. Yeah. It's great, it's cheap, it's hearty, Doug, and you got little toys and snacks there right yeah, at the aisle. Love that stuff. Yeah. That another. one I'm fatting is efficient, and it is good, and it's got to
1: be up there in the top ten. Here's another one for you, Iggy, I've never, I've never been to a Cracker Barrel.
0: Dude, how have you never been to a Cracker Barrel? I've
5: never barrel? eaten at a Cracker Barrel. Carl Pelker was a football coach from McKendry. Breakfast, all the John Pelker was Mayor of St. Louis. Oh, oh we're both right.
3: Well, yeah. everybody's winning on this show. Okay. Probably yeah. related. Uh, when I was at KSDK, it was snowing out toward Kansas City, and we sent a reporter with the instructions, quote, just go until you see snow, end quote. Terrific stuff, Doug. That's from Larry
4: Thornton. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like it's never snowed before. And furthermore, we would not know how to, to live through it if we weren't given instructions on how to stay warm. Should we drive faster now? Should we not wear any coats? Certainly don't dress in layers. Remember, I think you've
3: made reference to this. Uh, because I feel like this, I, I've observed it this week. You would have thought we had, we're, were in the midst of a blizzard on Monday and Tuesday. And these are people close to me going, oh, I don't think we should go out. And I'm going, what the hell's going on? There's nothing going on. Why can't we yeah. go anywhere? About 25 years ago, Pope John Paul II came through
4: St. Louis. Oh, yeah. Do you know where I'm going with this? Yes. Well, uh-huh. and go ahead, then you pick it up. And we were told that the crowds are going to be so overwhelming that you better leave really early or maybe just stay home because we're, they're expecting literally millions of people to come to see the Pope. And then they scared everybody off to the point when the Pope got here, there was no one there to see him. And he was driving in the Mobile at about 50 miles an hour. <laughs>
3: There was no one there. No one there. I remember t- I was in Columbia and I remember tuning in. I go, man, Pope's going about 50 down Lindell <laughs> in the
0: yeah. Pope Mobile because there's nobody there.
4: Yeah. And we were told that the streets would be lined 10 people deep from all over the world to come see him.
0: Whose idea was that to tell people not to come?
4: Uh, I don't know who necessarily <laughs> gets to
0: blame for Steve
4: that. Stu uh, I, I would. He would be certainly near the top of the list.
0: Shouldn't you allow everybody to make their own decisions whether they want to come see the Pope or not? Well, yeah.
4: I I don't think anyone told you you had to go see the Pope. The dome was packed. I think Mark McGuire kissed his ring. Remember that? Yeah. They had 60-some-odd thousand at the dome. Did they turn off all the lights and have, like, the Pope come out with, like... Yeah, and then they lit the (laughs) ground on fire. Kind of funny. But at one point, they were then on the air, asking people to please come out because it was, it's it's kind of embarrassing that there was no one to see the Pope.
3: Look what we did. We created a <laughs> lack of attendance. City 25 of... years later, we're creating a panic on a blizzard. City of heathens.
4: Are we? Well, nobody wanted to see the
1: Pope. Uh, oh, yeah.
4: Well, I remember distinctly in, in thinking that people were going to be coming from as far away as Mexico by the millions to see him. I said, I mean, this is not the only city where he ever goes, right? <laughs>
3: Well, it's quite an industry, and we're lucky to
4: be a part of it.
0: You think he ever looked at his advisors after we're going to go, I'm never coming back here?
4: Probably not. I'm sure the reception he gets is varied from place to place that they go. But that was just one where we literally scared the people into not coming out.
3: (laughs) Uh, I believe the weather radar is enhanced. To show more severe weather than that's actually occurring to drive viewership and advertising. That's from Starfish Street. Doug, that's a weather radar conspiracy? <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: yeah well, I, your radar is not like that. Yours is just, here's the facts, bro. Mine just pops out. What
1: is it going to do? Well, so what's it going to do today?
4: Well,
1: it's not going to do much. There you go.
4: <laughs> you were going to bring that Doppler in here. We could set it up here. I keep well, forgetting. that's the breakdown. I don't know if we... <laughs> it's going to be 40 today, so <laughs> what do do
1: can much. I do? No ice, no snow when it's 40.
4: Well, the sun's going to come out at some point, so. And it is January. You would expect some cold weather and some snow. We actually need some precipitation because we're in the middle of a drought. Who cares? I'm not a farmer. Well, no, but it also affects the, uh, you know, commercial industries along the river and things like that. It affects drinking water levels. You don't want a drought.
1: Yeah, we had that problem in Bermuda because they collect rainwater for their water. It goes into a filtration system under the house. And if we don't have rain, they got to buy water,
4: and it's expensive.
1: The toilets don't flush properly. And...
2: Oh.
4: Well, thankfully, we haven't had that issue.
1: Yeah, you can always collect rainwater. Well, that's kind of what the rivers do. River repair? Oh, that'd be great drinking water.
4: Are we really doing the Iggy Doppler thing? That's from <laughs> Mr. Licks. Yes, we'd love to have his Doppler unit in here. Yeah, it took five
1: seconds of the show. Sorry to bother you.
4: How big is this Doppler unit?
1: Uh, the size of a Comrex. Oh, uh, how
4: big is a Comrex, to those who don't know?
1: Yeah, those are kind of uh, obsolete now, aren't
3: they? Yeah. Yeah, not big. Size of a toaster? In between a standard piece of luggage and like a briefcase. That's what I would say. There's, yeah, your, okay. there's your range. Iggy, when is your next day off? Licks and KG need to know when to undock so KG can come to the studio. That's from the Warson Woods Wacko. Oh. Are you in an alliance with uh,
4: Orson Woods Wacko? <clears throat> I don't
2: yeah, Plowhawk
1: was. I don't know who's in these alliances anymore. Well, Plowsy gets to play golf with them all the time and he donates to the Mega Mara Foundation every year. That's right. Time. I'm, I'm fine with him.
4: When you say all the time, you meant one time? <laughs> Once a year. Huh? He's given the
1: golf three day three years in a row, and this year he threw in St. Louis Country Club as well.
4: Oh, did he? Yeah, I was shooting darts.
0: Oh, really? I actually played well at Algonquin. Did you? We did, did you shoot? A tidy little what? I don't one. Think felt I felt
3: like sh- you could have broke eighty, but it wasn't. It was just the flat stick.
0: Here's you know, the thing with that: I think I had four pars and a birdie, but also like four eights. So, like to me, that's good because Mickelson I know card. <clears> I know I'm gonna blow up, but if I can go to a, a place like Algonquin where I never play. And par four holes and birdie one. I I'm content with that. Whatever else happens, that's
1: golf. Yeah, it's not as short as Westboro. It's not a long course.
0: No, no. I just I didn't know the you know the layout and so I I was I'm happy if I can walk out of there doing anything close to that. I don't care about the eights. I think that's how you should play golf too, and that's how you don't get pissed. Yeah, you look for a couple little things you can take away.
4: You should play match play, so that when you have a t-shirt. yeah, no one really knows it, but Tim. Well, I'm on, on my third
0: it. year. I'm trying to get my master's in it there at Wash U, but... Very difficult. Even my teacher doesn't know much of Tim's. So it's like, why am I right. paying I 50 grand a I, year? I, yeah, but I'm
3: sitting just just right next to the <laughs> can, it's, it's about, It'd take you about six months to get through it, because it is very in-depth. Yep. Uh, Stephen Wildwood says he was hitting the ball well that day. Was he in the gallery?
0: No, he went there. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> he played with you. Yeah, to say. and then one of our wacko good buddies who was fantastic and a really good golfer. I think it was a 2 Two handicap? Yeah, you're great. Oh, uh,
3: Algonquin only employs Cattleville residents as caddies. It's a tax write-off for the charitable component. <laughs> oh. Doug, we're back on that. That's from yeah, Little you know, Tommy you know, Tribbins. You know. the Algonquin Webster
4: Groves War. That'd be too far to go to caddy. You caddy kind of in your own area, right? You I don't, think don't you travel out for forty to- minutes to caddy somewhere i
3: traveled from south city to caddy to uh, caddy at owcc in the summer of 98 did you yeah
4: probably made a lot of money
3: yeah it was if you double bagged it and got it I, out twice yeah you no, I did more more I out twice but him. i double bag it yeah. so, so, so you
4: carried down. two guys clubs at the same time two bags yeah what if they're what if they're in two completely different sides of the fairway
3: Ooh, and that will of course happen
4: absolutely yeah. And they're big, giant bags? Rodney Dangerfield-type bags? Uh, Probably. Yeah, like, I <laughs> feel like
3: these lighter carry bags are relatively new. Don't you think, Iggy? Am I right yeah, on that? I don't, don't know. I mean, I don't... Are... Pod bags. Pod. Bags.
0: <laughs> Freeze, lock a car! That's one of the best ones we've ever <laughs> had, bags, and uh, I can't wait.
1: Your blog's logging it. I saw them lot. I'm already getting it established. You see a lot of them on the senior tour for the people that walk, like Bernard Lager, and then they have their wives or Daughters carry bags, and they got the pod. Yeah, it's kind of unusual to see on a professional tour. They put the bag down. They got the legs on it.
4: Yeah. But stand. <laughs> How about pump firm, firm, fur. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that just called a stand bag?
1: I call it a pod bag.
4: I've never heard that term.
1: Yeah. And I have That's one. what I have. I have a, well, it was Southwest Missouri State at the time, I got a lady bear's bag. Okay.
0: Okay. I feel bad for, like, the regular caddy that obviously play with, you know, high, like, high-money guy, through our decent, and Tiffwell and then you got Hoosiers like me coming out acting where the ATM is. And yeah. <laughs> hitting. Yeah. You know, he, like, literally, Stan one time actually Stan said. the caddy. Like, he, he hasn't texted in a while. I, I, it I told him I wanted to go left, and he actually, like, almost like my dad would have as a kid. He goes, you're not going left. You're actually going right. Yeah. And I was like, no, I think I can. Get it, and he the the head nod.
3: Well, he put his head down and he just shook it. Like God, I got six more holes with these jackasses. That's what that's what the motion conveyed.
0: And I felt uh, bad for you know, think I don't typically deal with things like that.
1: I was a tiny little caddy. Cut that off. I hardly ever got out. <laughs> I would be at uh, I caddy at Westboro, and it'd be like late in the afternoon. Whitey would come down to the caddy shack and just shake his Because I was the only guy left. He goes, All right, I grab the bag. Like God, he's the only
4: one left. I gotta get him out. Yeah, yeah. I can't play with a caddy. I just don't want to. Really? I? I feel bad. I I relate more with the caddy than I do with the rich people I'm around. One hundred percent. Pay them. It feels, it feels like slavery almost. Carry my stuff, boy. I I can't do it. it I love I the. I can't.
0: When we played at Bell Reeve, we have multiple. Stan. It wasn't Stan. That no, this is the PGA Championship. Like three weeks prior, when the rough was growing and mm. I was still bad at golf, but we had a four caddy, and he'd be like throwing hats down and towels down where our balls are. Like yeah. that situation, I'm thankful for that because I would have lost 15 balls that day if it, you know, the four caddy wasn't out there. Yeah,
4: I don't mind a four like, caddy. I don't mind that. Yeah, yeah. That, that. But to I actually can... have someone carry my heavy bag 18 holes. It's the last thing in the world I would want to do. I, I can't imagine asking someone else to do it for me. They're
0: like, hey, buddy, you mind setting that bag down? I actually have a joint in there. Get get out? <laughs> okay, you can proceed.
1: <laughs> we, we had them in Jamaica, and they drove in the car with us.
0: Yeah, those guys were yeah. awesome, by the way. Yeah, they were, they were, great. were
1: fantastic. Uh-huh. Delano? I think one of them's name is, like, Delano.
0: Yeah, remember we mispronounced it, or Iggy? Somebody mispronounced it, and they're like, ah, yeah, who did. cares?
1: Yeah, we had caddies, and uh, when Jay and I went to Dominican, we had caddies all six days we played, and we had the same six. These guys, the first day, we get, make the turn, and they put the bags down, and they walk in. They come out with a sandwich and a beer. I said, eh, guess they're, guess they're having beer when they caddy with us.
4: Well, they we eat go two. in
1: And we go in, and we, Jane, I don't know what we ordered, and they, the bill was like 60 bucks. I go, we only had two things. And, no, your caddy said to put it on your bill. <laughs> well, <laughs> so I walk out and said, well, you guys just charging us. He goes, yeah, you pay for the caddy's lunch and beer. I said, oh,
4: really? I said, I didn't see that in the book.
2: Hmm.
4: Well, the caddies we had in Jamaica were not kids. These were, like, middle-aged men. Yeah, yeah. Must have been their whole job. Oh, these, I'm
1: these sure two it was. Were kids. They weren't even old enough to drink. I don't know what the drinking age in, in Jamaica is, but or Dominican Republic, but I don't think they were old enough to drink. If you would like
3: a caddy to really make you feel like crap and ridicule you the entire round, call a guy named Cameron. You'll be suicidal by a whole 12. <laughs> That's worse than what's wacko. That's somebody I went to intern on this program, Cameron the caddy who uh, ran his mouth at the Warson Woods Wacko when I was uh, playing with him in his event and t- taunted him. And I, I thought it was wonderful <laughs> that a caddy actually had decided to, like, essentially cause a revolution amongst the caddies and mock the members really? when they would hit crappy shots. How I'm old like, is Cameron? Uh, Cameron's a golden griffin. I believe he's at Missouri State, and he's a senior. So 21, yeah. 22, 23, uh-huh. I don't know. He's got a big mouth on him, does he? He's just, uh, he's a—he's not afraid to give his opinions on the members' play. <laughs> kind of is very confident, lacks self-awareness, uh, and doesn't really know what to do with his life. And I thought, box checked for Sports Talk Radio.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <That'd> be perfect. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I texted with him over Christmas break and I said, So, what are you doing? He goes, I don't know. I think I'm supposed to graduate in May and they don't really have a plan. And I go, Great. <laughs> Let's talk yeah. then. He is
4: right on track. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> did Doug
3: make out with his caddy in Jamaica? That's from the Hunchback of On Castle. I don't no. know.
1: Uh-uh. I don't think no. any of us did. I tried to, just a little too tall. Know. Cam Young's caddy, I uh, left him. Doug? What
4: does that mean uh,
2: exactly? <laughs>
1: I forgot his name. He's a very well-known caddy. I forgot his name. He was caddy. He caddy for Webb Simpson for many years and left to go to Cam Young. And I don't like the guy because you see him on TV. He, tells, he's, he just basically is telling Cam Young what to do every shot. Reading putts for him, telling him what clubs to hit. It's like Cam Young's doing nothing. But now he left to go to Brendan Todd's bag, so Cam Young's without a caddy.
4: <laughs> well, that's like a whole different... Level of story that oh, we're talking, we're yeah. talking about. Oh, my God, we're talking
1: caddies. I just yeah, we're not talking caddies. about
4: strategy on the tour. Well, well, it it we're when talking you, about these guys, pick, guys carrying clubs
1: tomorrow. and yeah, for When you pick tomorrow, think about it. You know, do I want Cam Young? He's got a new caddy. Wow.
4: <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to think
1: about that.
3: Webster Groves is the Rory McIlroy of golf, old and a bitch. Cottleville is the Brooks Kepka of golf. Young, incredibly good-looking, and they don't give an F because we know we're better. The war carries on. That's from Scuba Steve. Doug, do you see Rory McIlroy as Webster, and Brooks Kepka as Cottleville?
4: Very much so. I think he, this guy nailed it right on the head. Isn't Kepka and
3: McIlroy, aren't they the same age, I thought? Am I wrong of that? Is my nurse around? Does anybody yeah, see I my nurse? I would guess
4: McIlroy's
3: four or five years older. I think McIlroy. I'm going to go 34. Four on McElroy and 31 on
5: Brooks. McElroy... 33 on Kapka. And McElroy's 34.
4: Oh, just a year older. He'll never Uh, win another
1: major. McElroy's an old man, and Kapka's a young stud, according to whoever's text that in.
4: Well. Oh, look
3: at that! (laughs) Look at this, look at that! Uh, Doug, now they are sending in the average salaries of... Cottleville and Webster Groves residents. Uh, I don't know which one is which, but we are really into it now.
4: Median home income?
3: Median uh, per capita income. Would you like to take um, a guess on per the per capita, capita. income?
4: Uh, in, well, per capita, so we're... Okay, was, so which, median household income. Yeah, that's better because you're not including kids and everything. You're right. working. Median income in Webster, I'll say uh, 100000
3: uh, I guess that's right. I can see the Cottleville one. Uh, yeah, 105,000.
4: Okay. Cottleville, yep. I'll say uh, 80,000.
3: According to what this gentleman. Now, he sent in a picture of his house with a big flag on it from Cottleville yesterday. Yeah. So I, he's he's in the pro Cottleville oh, camp. The- uh, 142,000.
4: Really? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a it's lot. That'd lot. be a <laughs> lot <laughs> for anyone. I would anyway, caution you honey. at this point to be- I
0: don't know. I guess that's right, right? I don't know.
4: Well, I mean, guys sending their pictures of their lives and we buy in. Look up Ledoux and let's see if these numbers are... Uh, these were sent to make
5: sense. I, I, oh, he just sent them Jackson, to Jackson, yeah. <laughs> then it's the guy with yeah. the
3: flag on his house in Cottleville.
5: You want the Cottleville uh, population? No.
3: Oh. Uh, we're looking for median household incomes, Doug. Is that we're looking for? We want to judge uh, yeah. people. I mean, isn't uh-huh. net worth kind of the more important...
5: You would uh, think. Income
3: is kind of a you know.
5: I'm getting 131,000.
3: Jackson confirms that's uh, that's 11,000 less than what this gentleman.
5: 130, yeah,
3: yep. Yeah, uh,
4: and Webster, you're getting less uh, than that. Webster Groves, you mean? All right, <laughs> Webster sorry. Groves. Did you hear from, from you? around here, you
2: just say Webster. <laughs> well, the
4: guy who
1: texted in threw his salary in there. That's how that came to that number.
4: Okay, uh, we got a. That's hundred, where the
1: 11,000 came from.
5: 105,000.
4: How about that? Huh. And what's the source on this? Census.gov. Okay. And uh, let's go to Ladue now. Okay. At first base, let me just uh, send Bill something. something to Bill for a second, then I'll be with you. On that.
0: Okay. There's literally a 20-second pause
4: on this. <laughs> While he texts Bill? Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> <down the way.
0: laughs> I even sped that out. Doug, like,
5: so, <laughs> you want Ladue, Missouri? Yes, please. Okay. That's two hundred and fifty k. There you go. That's the medium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about Huntley? I'll
3: Huntley. say 400000 hey. Is anybody working to collect a check in Huntley? <laughs> Honestly. Like,
0: uh, who it's... has a
1: job? Yeah, uh, no one has a
0: job. Oh, that's not... Mm, I just don't buy that one. Yeah,
1: I think that'd be hard. You can live in Huntley for 250000 a year, could you? Well, you could live there, but that's not necessarily the way it works. Yeah, like, but there are also people
0: that have 15000
4: <laughs>
5: For real. I mean, there's, that's like, three right. streets. Yeah, you know. it. It's all in between, what, Litzinger and Manchester there? Uh, yeah, but Manchester's a little ways away. Who went the first Huntley resident? Doug? I'm not acting.
3: Doctor Huntley. Yeah, Bill Huntley. Um,
0: it's Lindbergh.
3: Yeah. it be so funny, Lindberg- with, like, Billy Huntley, Guyer, Clayton, Manchester—the borders, right? To, to an extent.
5: Yeah, basically. I'd say uh, Might dip at the front neck a little bit, but couple streets.
4: Well, Doug, why don't we move to Huntley? Well, I would. You live there. Like, I didn't live there. Close. I lived right next to it. I lived in a subdivision called Huntley South in Kirkwood, which was very small, very middle-class homes, and 50 yards away were these enormous mansions that the Bush <laughs> children were running around in. and like, you
0: scream
3: down could to them to see if they
4: wanted to play wiffle yeah. ball? It was like a
5: tease. It's like, here's what you don't have.
0: And you'll never have.
5: Mm-hmm. Pause, to answer your question, it was a farmland owned by Stephen Maddox, which then became residential.
0: Okay, That's Greg's father. And Mike's father. Man, I hope that guy got paid for that. Probably not what it was worth, but... People
3: are being satirical when they talk up Cottleville, right? Right? That's from Mr. Licks.
0: No, there's some really, really nice places in Cottleville. I don't know if I've ever driven in it, so... I can still give a take about it, but...
3: (laughs) Horace and Woods Wacko says Mr. Licks lives in a horse stall on Lindbergh and Huntley. They do have
4: horse stalls in the Huntley area. And that's where he was (laughs) There's a giant polo field there.
1: Just to get back at this guy, I'm going to move to Cottleville just to plunge that annual salary to everybody.
0: Well, we could find some.
4: It's a nice goal to have. For your, for your life. <laughs> We're going
0: to find the smallest house in Cottleville. Take this, buddy,
4: Doug. We all have goals. Yeah, and that's that's yours to lower the median household income in Cottleville. <laughs> so but there's right. enough people that it wouldn't lower it a lot. So I'm striving for
1: Tell us about how you had sex with your aunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> oh,
3: God. <laughs> Huntley South is to Huntley as Warson Woods is to Latou. <laughs> That's from
4: Mr. No, it's not near as close. uh uh-uh. uh
3: Jackson, can you give uh, the median household income of Clayton? That's from the Austin Ass Hanky. Doug, oh. we're just going through
4: median household okay. incomes,
3: and then we'll break down the Blues and Panthers. 165. No, it's going to be house. higher
5: than that. It's going to be. At least two hundred, I would say. Clayton, Missouri, uh, one hundred twenty-five thousand eight hundred twenty-nine. Cut it out, because uh, I guess because there's a lot of apartments. Apartment there, yeah. Nice. I, That's
3: take, man, I, w- I, w- I was living in there. Yeah. I wasn't making one hundred twenty-five
0: thousand. What about Warson Woods? Oh my, one
5: hundred
0: eight thousand, my guess. Since it seems so much lower than my guess would normally be, I'm not yeah. gonna go one hundred seventy-three
5: thousand. Yeah, there's not a lot of apartments in.
0: Uh, yeah, good call. That was all. Yeah, Warsaw Woods is nice. I wouldn't want to live in Huntley just because of the lack of gas station. Like, there's not much food. Right now. <laughs> no, and that's legit. Like for me, I look at like what is around. What are the options?
4: Yeah. And. There's one to, a little north of Lindbergh, just a little north of 64. There's a gas station. Know, there. To me, I don't Crossing think the Honda dealership. Yeah, I wouldn't fit in at that. Oh, right Huntley. by Grassi's. Yeah, I
3: hit Grassi's yeah. earlier this week. Oh, did God,
0: you? it's
3: yeah, so good. It did. What did you have? Um, roast beef sandwich.
0: Oh. See, I only do the meatball. I I mean, I do a lot. i get the
3: meatball as well. This meatballs. is the roast beef day.
0: And the salad. I rarely do, like, side house salads. Salad is bomb.
3: Hey, listener dorks, just Google these incomes yourselves, you try-hard pipsqueaks. That's from Chris Raby. Oh,
4: gosh. Try-hard pipsqueaks. Mm. I think I it's know. us
0: that actually is kind of secretly wanting to know. Yeah.
4: I haven't heard pipsqueak since grade school. I suppose any area that has a lot of apartment buildings, the income's going to come down because those tend to be younger people who aren't making the big money yet. And you get in older established areas where people are, more of them are in their prime earning years, and obviously the the amount's going to go way up. Do
3: Chester World now. Do Chester World. Doug, that's from the Horny Banker. We're just going to do median household incomes. All this. What about another
4: a lot of apartments in Chesterfield? What about
3: Jeremy Rutherford at nine o'clock? Brought to you by Mark Hanna. But other than that, today's just listed median household. No,
4: he's from Arnold. I wonder what that is. Oh, wow. <coughs>
5: okay, Chesterfield, Missouri. Gotta be under hundred thousand for Arnold. Yeah. <clears throat> One hundred thirty-seven thousand. Oh, that's yeah.
0: good for Chester. Great, congratulations. What about Afton? I just looked up Afton. Seventy thousand. Oh, Fight okay. Cougars. But no, but I th- I was curious because of those million-dollar homes. I didn't know if some of those were going to push it just a little bit. Well, it will, yeah. And that was in 2021, so that was uh, pre-the big boom. I bet Arnold's lower than that.
5: 72,000.
0: Yeah, I am going to say, I bet all those areas are about the same.
3: Iggy, look at this. Harrison's Brother Master has sent in whether well, or not asking if you're cutting the names for the Mungan Ass Daily Fantasy
4: Sports. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> wow.
3: Who, who doing that? Again, uh. Is there a bet he says he's going to Venmo Jackson? I forgot what's going on here. Harrison's Brother Master is adamant that Iggy cuts the names for the Mungan Ass Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown. Doug, we have the Sony this week. Do we? Uh, yes, uh, still over in Hawaii. And what is the deal with Harrison's brother, Master Venmoing Jackson? What are you getting for this, Jackson? You get a hundred bucks or something?
5: I, I don't want his money. I'll just cut the damn names. Uh, it's it's really not a problem for me to do well, it. I'll cut it if you split the money with me. Oh, nice! Look
0: at that! Yeah. Wow! How about that. So, Jackson, all you would have to do is print and make a quick fifty.
5: Yeah. Uh oh. That's tempting, isn't it? I guess. I just, I just sooner just do it and take care of it. But if
4: you take this money, the median family income in the the hill is going to go up a little bit. Yeah, it's
5: true. true. It's
1: very true. Mr. Lick says he's going to Venmo Jackson as well. well. Bring him in. I'll cut him. You can just throw me whatever you want. Well, That's great negotiation. <laughs> All right. This is our extra business plan. <laughs> <laughs> These are yeah, extra are going to move to Huntley today. These are the things right. we're doing. This is great. <laughs> well, I mean, people are paying Jackson to make me do work. I mean, it's just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Jackson
0: even agreed to that, though. So this is almost a... Unwillfully on Jackson's part Guys, do Town all. and
1: Country,
4: do Town and Country That's from Baloo the Bear Oh, Yeah, that'd be another good one That's probably uh, That's probably 175
5: We can go and Oh, no, that's not What's Baloo the Bear? What's the, the guy Bear, bear and Jungle Book 231,000 for Town and Country
4: Two thirty-one. That's right
1: Yeah Where are all these people working? HD1. Uh,
4: there's a lot of lot of doctors, lot of lawyers. What about Maryland Heights business owners. I bet Maryland Heights is around a hundred. I bet uh, it could be. Probably not quite that much. Seventy-eight <clears> thousand.
1: Yeah, not a lot. I said there's not a lot of big homes in Maryland Heights.
4: Yeah. Man,
1: so, sent in a screenshot of Crestwood. Two hundred forty-three thousand. Doug, does that surprise No.
3: That's not right. Oh, that's the median property value. Median household income is
0: $102,000. The top four highest medians in the country, we got, three of them come from California, of course. Atherton, California? I've never heard of that. That'll give you Five, a- Atherton.
3: No. $534,000. is Atherton, Plowc? Do you know?
0: I don't have that.
3: All right. I will we'll look it up. Well, you
0: look that up. Number two, I've been to Cherry Hills Village, Colorado. Oh, yeah. Right, right outside of Denver. Right outside yeah, of absolutely. Denver. Well, yeah. That, that, that
3: stands colors. to reason. Mm.
0: And so another uh, California, Los Altos Hills, California, 417. Looking at pictures
3: of Atherton, it looks like we might be in the Palm Springs neck yeah. of the woods. Hillsboro, the California.
0: Hillsboro. So 450000 for the Cherry Hills. Colorado. out. Everything else is in California, which is not surprising, I would assume. Doug, you want to move to Atherton?
4: I would have thought New York might have had something. Scars I, down, I was only like in the top plains. four. I don't know if these are...
0: Uh, New Jersey, Short Hill, New Jersey, because there's a lot of the country clubs out there in New Jersey. Scarsdale, New York. Yeah. That's one of them. And
3: oh, Atherton's in the uh, Silicon Valley area.
0: Glencoe, Illinois, and Winnetka, Illinois are in there as well. Chicago area. Chicago area. Connecticut. Darien.
1: What about Palm Beach?
0: I don't see Palm Beach. I
1: just don't think there are a lot of people working there. You know what I mean? So it's not income. Yeah. So if you check Jupiter, all those golfers went yeah count as like, making millions a year. Well, I mean, there are a bunch of people that making money, but it's, there's also in that in
3: those areas, there's also you know neighborhoods that don't have a lot of money.
0: God, average home price in Cherry Hill, Colorado, three million. Douglas, moved to Why? Cherry Hills. We should if you get hardly and operation We'll do that Cherry Hills to Morgan. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's really cold there, Doug. Shout really? out new Trier. That's from Chris Raby.
5: New hey, Trier. New Trier. Very, very upper class high school in Chicago. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. I buddy is that where Raby college. went? Yeah, I think that's where Raby went. Is it really? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Durn him. I don't mean to dox him or anything. Old money. Huh? Oh. Is it a is a private school? Yeah, it's, it's, it's North one. Shore. Yeah. Nice North yeah. Shore school. Wow, well,
3: look at him. And he's got a bunch of siblings, too. It wasn't easy to pull off. Damn, dude. That's KMOX there, Doug. That high school is
4: huge. What high school?
0: New Trier. Look at this thing, dude. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. I like it. How big was your high school, Um, I think we had, let's see, so we had 105 of my graduating class. Class. Is Canton High School? Yeah, I would say maybe no more than 500 in this school. Yeah. Did you Ever know take... almost everybody? Oh, for sure, yeah. You know everybody, yeah. I mean, know. you go to grade school and middle school with most of them.
4: Yeah.
0: There are two grade schools, two middle schools, one high school. So you're seeing 50% of those people every day.
4: A lot of farmers. Children of the corn. Yeah, people Children of the corn,
0: Malachi. Mm-hmm. People backing up their pickup trucks in the very back of the Hanko parking lot. Guys, isn't the buggy uh, whip in Palm Springs? Thanks, that's from Slave Boy
3: Charles.
4: Palm, palm Springs. <laughs> palm Springs, John Voight. That Voigt. definitely
0: brings up the median income. Not
4: Palm Beach, but Palm Springs. Right. Yeah, different. But the same feel. Yeah. Anything with the word palm in it, you think it's going to be nice. <laughs> like,
3: what's the net worth? Where's the net worth higher? Palm Beach or Palm Springs?
4: Palm Springs.
5: I would go Palm Beach. Uh, All right.
4: Palm, Palm Beach has
5: got some of the wealthiest people. Plaza, <laughs> oh, so you world. go Palm Beach. I'll go Palm Springs. <laughs> really, you want Palm Springs, Jackson? No, no I'm talking about just happened. looking it up. Oh, expedite. Uh, well, that's a hell of a show, isn't it?
4: <laughs> yeah, it is. We're just kind of discovering the internet.
5: <laughs> <laughs> we'll go to PersianKitty.com and <laughs> the 8 o'clock hour. Uh, you're going to be surprised by Palm Springs, Plaza. If you if you got Palm Beach ready,
0: eighty
5: thousand. Yeah, sixty-seven thousand for Palm Springs.
0: We got a ton of pores.
5: Like, do people live in Palm Springs, or do they just vacation
0: there? Right,
3: the money comes in for a few
5: months I and don't know. like the wind. Like, I'd be surprised if anyone has a permanent address or uses it for Palm Springs. And then for Palm Beach. What was do? the name
4: of the last gay bar you went to? The Buggy Whip in Palm Springs. Last time I was there, I went home with a guy
5: named Jose.
2: <laughs> to me, that <laughs> yeah, doesn't to sound like, like old money.
5: Yeah, that would make sense, Tim, because then the taxes. Yeah,
3: well, yeah, exactly. They're there for six months them. Exactly six months. Yeah. <laughs> Coincidence.
4: Yeah.
3: Ah, Doug, uh, loopholes.
4: Yeah. A lot of people take advantage of that.
3: Uh, I take advantage of uh, STL hair because I see that pompadour you have now and I uh-huh. want one myself. We'll just be two hot guys with pompadours yeah. in a matter of months.
4: Yeah. I could soon reach full. Tuftization. <laughs> call it full Yeah, you are approaching your six month maturity. Well, I'm past six months, are you? I'm coming up uh, about six and a half months now, but they say a full year before you see all of the benefits. So, I guess I'll just sit over here and just keep growing follicles like a madman. Oh, well, right
1: in time for the summer. You get out of
4: that pool and just mm. shake your hair Oh, oh the hair, Fabio, look, you know, you know, it all happened. Thanks to the great folks at the uh, St. Louis Hair Restoration, Dr. Christopher Polinga and the founder, Greg Kryling, patients of their own product. They do fantastic work. Hair restoration is all they do, and they do it at the highest level. Even the team of technicians there on staff have an average of 15 years of experience. I had the FUE procedure where you, lie, you get there in the morning, like 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning, then you lie down, they get right to work, shave a little part of your head, take some of the hair follicles out of the side and back your head, and transplant it to where you need it. I need it on the front of my hair, and now I have back the front half of my hair. I didn't have it, it was missing for like 20 years. So <laughs> I nice should to have it back. Welcome back, fellas. Welcome said, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> and so now I have reached uh, a level of uh, molecular verticality where it actually grows straight up in the air, if I'd like it to. It's really, it's even thicker than the hair that used to be there before. It's just really nice. So if your hair has always bothered you, do something about it. Don't just look in the mirror every morning and say, oh, woe is me. What am I going to do? How am I going to comb it? What am I going to do? There is something you can do about it, and it's e- easily done. It's St. Louis hair restoration. You may not have to undergo an FUE procedure like me. Maybe there's a simpler solution, like there was for our friend Jackson.
5: Yeah, a little finasteride I take every morning, and then a laser cap I wear every evening. It's really helped. I've got them growing long, thick hair, especially God, in the he's crown it region. guys mm. got it going. Yeah, feeling good about it. And if you mention TMA when you head over to St. Louis Hair Restoration, first you get a free hair consultation where they take a look at your head and see what the best plan forward is for you. But then you mention TMA, you get $250 off of a hair treatment just by saying TMA. Simple as that. And it's awesome because they are wonderful people over there. at St. Louis Hair Restoration. And Mungan
3: asked, I'm seeing Clayton Patterson right at 11 o'clock today. Are you? Yeah, big day. Uh, He's coming uh, here to the Hubbard uh, St. Louis Radio Headquarters. And uh, and we'll talk it over. And uh, going to do a little service for the uh, vehicle. hasn't been hasn't been Dougland's last time. Did I get a service? Oh,
4: I don't know. Either way, that's what's going on. He's going to do it here. Yeah, right on right on the, right on the really? parking lot. He's got some overalls, a couple of <laughs> wrenches in his pocket. Right. He's just going to make some he's adjustments. About the wrench in his pants. Oh, was he? St.
3: AltonToyota.com is where you go. And then you can text, go right to Clayton, three one four two five two zero zero two nine, and uh And work with the best. And the best is Monk and Ask St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota. Plus, they have a bunch of inventory of new cars. So if you're looking for a new car, check them out. You don't even have to go there right now. Just go online, go on your phone. Would you say laptop? Yeah. IPad, I yeah. Microsoft Surface Windows, whatever the hell it is, I don't know. Saint Louisaccure.com, Alton work with the best. Jamie Burkhard, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganass, Ryan Seiberg, and the service department. It's Monganass, sponsor of the seven o'clock hour and the daily fantasy sports showdown. Tim, can we get an update on Diora Baird from yesterday's QFTA? Doug, Diora Baird. Who's that? So when Jackson and I are doing these QFTAs dailies, I know you're not on the fan page. Contrary to what people say about this burner thing, okay? He's not on there. I do not believe you're on there with the burner. Uh, I post a picture of an attractive lass more often than not, Ella Reese or Abigail Mack. Turns out Jackson's favorite is Ella Reese. I was kind of surprised by that. And I discovered a new one to diversify, and I posted it on the TMA fan page. Boy, there's been a lot of activity since I posted because I'm still scrolling. Iggy, you probably have not seen this last. But I do have an update on it. Here you go. Doug there, take a look.
4: Okay. Looks like a good sport. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that off. And, and who would that be? Diora Baird. Diora Baird. Okay. In her late 20s,
3: maybe? 41. Yeah. MILF. Oh. Look like they're real, too. So, um, she was in, you ever get a chance to watch Cobra Kai, which was the no. spinoff of Karate Kid from 1984, and it's on Netflix, and I think it's actually won awards with Ralph Macchio and William Zabka. Is that right? Elizabeth Shue made a cameo. I guess she was in that. She was also in Wedding Crashers, but it, let me tell you what happened, okay? It turns out You know, once you're in Wedding Crashers and then you're in Cobra Kai, obviously maybe, you know, as far as like a mainstream career, it didn't necessarily take off, even though she's beautiful and a model. So the pandemic hits, and she starts playing Hey Diddle Diddle on OnlyFans. Oh, gosh. Yeah.
1: As most people did.
4: Not most. (laughs) Most people didn't go on OnlyFans. (laughs) 200 million Americans went to OnlyFans.
1: That's correct. Either Zoom
3: or OnlyFans. Well, Zoom's a little different. It's I mean, you're business meeting.
4: Yeah, yeah. But and they,
3: only yeah. Jeffrey Tubin, I think, beat off, right? Yeah, but it
4: I've never been inclined publicly. to taste the breast milk. <laughs> I like breast. You don't have to be a baby to like breast. But
1: I think oh. I'm the one that brought up uh, during the Zoom era of 2020. And I said, God, what? how many people are actually having sex on this thing? I mean, you can just get on a Zoom call now and just have cyber sex. That turned into people going to OnlyFans. And you, how do you know I'm freaky? <laughs> you started the Ooh, OnlyFans? Where'd you get that from? I what? started the Only, OnlyFans craze in the pandemic
4: uh, era. I don't think you did. Why would you do that on Zoom? Why wouldn't you just FaceTime or something? <laughs> Why would you
1: schedule a Zoom meeting for that? I don't know. It's the same thing as FaceTime.
4: Yeah, I
0: wouldn't mind beating it in about 15 <laughs> You want a calendar invite, or you want to just go private Once later, you get
1: multi-screens, you know, and then you four corners, and really having fun. And you invented all that. I came up with that idea, you and did. Tubman took it to the next level.
0: How are the sports? Are they great?
1: <laughs> Doug Tuff lost
3: for the Blues last night 5-1, but Matthew Kachuk with the Natty Hattie. In yeah, the natural period. hat, yeah. So, uh, as you know, one of my hobbies is to uh, discover... Uh, up-and-coming adult stars. Eddie McVeigh actually sponsored that segment for a time being, if you recall, with the great Bomber O'Brien's up-and-coming adult star, and it's led to wonderful interviews. I mean, wonderful interviews. Really in depth. Thank
2: you so much, guys. Thank you so much for this for this nice words. I appreciate it so much. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, she was downright giddy. <laughs> such
3: as such as that. And she left the industry four days later.
2: Okay,
0: I just sat up in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get
4: Yo that, Cassidy. You know, Listen, Randy yeah. Caricker can't do that. No, he doesn't have the chops. Right? <laughs> doesn't have the journalistic
3: chops. So, uh, and then I find these lasses, and then I and then I pass them along to friend of the program Caden Cross and Plowhawk's favorite Manuel, uh, and and they are a wonderful couple in the Los Angeles mm-hmm. area. And I said, what's up? I got a new one for you and Manuel. And I sent her that picture yesterday, as you can see right here. And she, uh, she said, I would shoot her in a heartbeat, what's her deal? Then I gave her the background that I shared with the audience. And she said, I will make her the center of all of my energies.
4: Oh, gosh. You like that? That's a pretty bold, big statement. She found herself, <laughs> right.
1: she found herself a new Malin Ward.
3: And Iggy, it's like, you're in my phone. Tell her what we did with Maitland. And I said, I don't know her. So I'm not communicating with her. One of the listeners brought her to my attention. And I had a feeling you guys might be intrigued. And she wrote back to me, can you get me in touch? And I'm like, "Well, I don't know how to get in touch. But you know what? I know you're not a producer anymore. But I thought nobody would be better for this responsibility, Doug, than yeah. this gentleman right here. Yeah,
0: he's pretty busy. I mean, this is when Iggy Shines bright rolls up like his sleeves and every, he goes, everybody sit down for this yeah. one. Add <laughs>
1: <guy." laughs> yep. just text me her name so I have it and I'll find her. How will you find her?
2: Yeah, what are you going to do? Tell us how you, how you do, do some your digging. sleuthing. I'll
1: reach out to some of my people in the industry and see if they know of her. If she's only doing OnlyFans, chances are I'm not going to find her. Look,
0: I've seen this man work, and I know I told this story when we were in St. Charles. We were the 11th hour. That night, we're looking for feet, and I see Iggy pacing back and forth in our lobby right after the show, calling every bar in a 5 to 10-mile radius of the Hot Shot that night mm-hmm. to try to set up feet. With waitresses who a knew nothing about the show, no. knew nothing what? about Iggy, and did not know what a foot fetish was. All three of those he had to explain in one phone call before getting hung up on. The guy's a pro. <laughs> I,
3: I think he question. can do it. So when when Caden said, "Get me in touch with her," I said, "Well, I just so happen to have a guy, and I think this guy can get it done." So what she's doing now, Doug, she hasn't shot girl girl or boy girl yet. But she is playing Hey Diddle Diddle no. on OnlyFans. And don't you feel like that's essentially like being on the on-deck circle?
4: <laughs> I don't know. Is this a local girl?
3: Uh, no. Uh, surprisingly, uh-huh. was born in South Florida and now lives in Los Angeles. But if she got a chance to come to a Cardinal game or a Battlehawks game, might move here.
4: And what's the oh, local yeah. connection here? A listener saw her on onlyfans. Well, Only as fans. you know, sometimes Timmy
3: the Tickler, who you think is the best caller, and sure, no, have... he's the worst. He's a weasel. Uh, Josh, Bob, Bill, we have some listeners who are active in the uh, stag awareness, and they know that I have a pipeline to the 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 arm that hangs from Manuel's midsection, oh, and uh, and I'll pass him along to his uh, his significant other. And then the next thing they know, we have we have created an adult star. Have you? Can we take somebody from wedding crashers and create the next Maitland Ward? Well, Ken Strode is texting right now. god, he as, got as, right he on is. it. I mean, it, it doesn't
0: sleep. No, I am you know what I'm doing. No? Looks like
1: they're doing a little reverse you might see in football. <laughs> leak season. Yep. D- Doria Baird only fans leak. Dior, I believe. Yeah, Jackson's right.
0: Oh, so you are doing homework? It's yeah, research as much as anything. See exactly what her personality
3: is, how fun she is. Character so. study. Uh, KG and Otan just texted and tell Iggy I got it taken care of.
1: All right, buddy, you go ahead then.
3: I'll stand aside.
4: <laughs> you gave up just
1: like that? Yeah, let him let him go. Just like that, she gave up. Yeah, go ahead, find it.
2: Seriously, having a panic attack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
1: it didn't take long.
2: Uh,
1: you got her. No, I mean, it didn't take long to find a leak.
3: Oh, nice. Yeah, hey, diddle diddle. Well, mm. only okay. OnlyFans Leaks, Doug. Okay. That's a honey hole for... Could you spell that name again, Tim? That's from Mr. Siders. <laughs> Doug, it's D-I-O-R-A. A lot of perverts in here. <laughs> yeah, I'd say.
0: B-A-I-R-D. Would you pronounce that Diora? Diora Beard? In about five minutes... The amount of excess that's going to be flying out of our listeners and going to be astronauts. What do you mean
3: okay. by that? I don't know if this is accurate, but No town just sent me your phone number. Good for him.
4: Boy, this guy works quickly.
3: Man. Jackson, do you see that?
1: I do. I like that.
4: <laughs> you I like you that. Why don't do you injury. call
1: that phone number? There's a thing you can pay for and get phone numbers. Really? So, like, we could get Brad Pitt's number and have him on the show? I don't know about Pitt, but she's probably not one of these five-star celebrities that are going to get it blocked. But guess you've never seen Cobra Kai. Yeah.
4: No, I haven't. I suppose if you're out there just hoping to be discovered, you wouldn't make yourself too difficult to get in touch with.
5: Now, the Spreckles, you may know, is named after a sugar magnate. But there was nothing sweet about how this forum started. Journalism. <laughs> I mean,
1: uh, that's what Iggy went to the I porn hear it. table. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. like when, he's, when he sent Tim Mike Tarico's number. It was his number, because I checked it with mine. It was his number, but he doesn't have a contact to get Mike Tarico. And he doesn't have a contact to get this girl's phone number that quickly, so he's got something he pays for, types in somebody's name and the phone number.
4: Whatever out. it takes. Boy, he's a digger. That's fine.
1: If you want to pay for, I don't know what you're using it for. To help Tim. I mean, obviously, Fowler's established. You can impress Tim that you got
3: a number? <laughs> well, this isn't uh, about me. I mean, I, listen, I tip my cap to those who discover these lasses. I pass them along to Caden and Manuel. Caden is the Martin Scorsese of uh, the industry. Manuel is the, would you say he's the De Niro? Uh, I wouldn't know. DiCaprio? I don't know. But either way, I was like, I, I don't know how I would get in touch with her. I have no idea. I mean, I've, I, I, I haven't, I've never slid into DMs, so I don't know, and I wouldn't necessarily, as a married father, feel real good about doing that, but this, as a producer, is what you've done, although probably not via sliding into DMs, although maybe you have slid into DMs. I no, don't know. If,
1: I, if I can't find it from people that I know that may have a contact or through an agent or an agency or whatever, you know, then, a the last resort, you'll going to their Twitter account, but, I mean, how many, if they got a lot of followers, they're not checking their Twitter DMs. Doug, how many followers does Deora Baird have?
0: I I wouldn't know. Not enough to not check her followers would be my guess. I'm going to
3: guess 35,000.
1: She she is on Twitter. Right. Yeah, I haven't checked. I don't know. All right, I'm going there right now. I have a great, great (laughs) snowball. 45,000. Yeah, you could probably send her a DM and she'd probably
4: see it. Well, you don't need to
1: now because KG Notown
3: got us her phone number.
1: Yeah.
4: We'll just send that to Caden. He works quickly. This guy and uh, does a very efficient job. Yeah, I think the money you spend on that service is worth it. <laughs>
2: so when my said, mom does simple things
4: like washing my hair or washing my it body, it makes me feel comforted.
0: Somebody started a rail right at the end of that. <laughs> yeah, well, too. you need to probably the cameraman. Like <laughs> Jesus,
2: <laughs>
0: uh, guys, I have an idea. I have Iggy textly saying about it yeah.
3: it's from Trout
1: Pout. Yeah, she doesn't have time to check that out with her 18 job she's doing. Oh, no. Hi, Iggy. Oh.
5: Yeah,
1: maybe I'll text her.
5: <laughs> you think Nina, Nina Black, <laughs> You ever Nina done a with
1: scene with her, Nina? Yes, she is,
3: because sometimes I'll listen to Sirius XM 80s, and I have to press eject the moment that she is voice tracking in between songs.
0: Wait, she still works?
1: Yes, I, I mean, know. they have all those 80s VJs oh, from MTV yeah, yeah, yeah. voice tracking. Yeah, Martha Quinn's doing something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, A lot of those people are still doing it. Probably Mark Goodson.
3: Tim is the prince of porn on this show. I must call out something. I've noticed all your up-and-coming stars seem to be busty minus Jill Cassidy. Do you think there is a correlation of bigger boobs to more success starting at... Doug, that's a great question from your favorite caller, Timmy the Tickler. He's a weasel. <laughs> Well, I suppose I prefer that. Yeah, I guess now that Timmy the Tickler calls my attention to that. Yeah. Doug, I like a a thin lass with a big ass in in large breasts, but isn't that what most gentlemen like? Am I right? I mean, I'm not trying to kink shame. That's the last thing we're going to do on this show.
4: Well, you you like what you like. I don't think most adult stars have rather large boobs. Right. I would think.
5: Jackson? Doug? Uh... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's, like, I guess if you were to, like, make up, like, the ideal female and ideal male body, small waist for women, big ass, large breasts would be what the standard would be in terms of ideal for most gentlemen. But I would tell Are you. you
2: getting turned on there?
5: But there's gray area in between where some guy's like this, that, or the other thing. Same yeah. with men, you know? Some I girl's like a you, paunch. Really? Dad bods. Like that's what they want. You mm. think they? You they rationalize that because that guy
4: beca- might have some money. That's
0: exactly where I was going.
4: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I said, Bad rationalizing. Only
0: matters if you're right.
3: Right. What you're right. driving. There's no yeah. way you want like a,
4: a
0: poor guy
3: with a gut, right? I mean, like,
0: <laughs> I, mean <laughs> I wouldn't think. I don't know. Some t- people like like a build-a-bear kind of a project. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is
3: that right?
5: Yeah.
1: You
0: yeah. kind yeah. yeah. of see the finish line. You kind of put clay. your own stuffing in there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah,
5: I'm with you, Huck. But I would
1: venture to guess two of the most popular porn stars right now would be Abella Danger and Riley Reed, and I would guess there may be a C-cup.
5: Yeah, like I said, there's a little gray area in there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Aren't they both retired?
1: No. Oh, really? No, they're both going to be at the AVNs, actually. Hmm. They're oh. probably doing most of the OnlyFans, though.
0: Guest appearances?
1: I don't know where they're going. There's no Tushy Booth anymore, so I don't know what, who they're repping. Uh, now, uh, last week
3: on Friday... <clears throat> Swinghaven board member sent this to him. Tim, I've listened to this show since the start, but after this discussion today, it will be the last time. He just texted <laughs> now. So uh, I guess the retirement was brief. Yeah. You know. Doug, Mrs. Swinghaven board member is one hundred twenty pounds with thirty four double Bs. That's from the Swinghaven for <laughs>
1: sure.
4: Yeah,
1: so much for you going away. Timmy the tickler says Riley Reed is not a C cup. What is she, B cup? Uh, tell me that take the call in. <laughs> She's not
4: a D cup. I know yeah, that. I don't argue about that. <laughs> We're gonna
1: do that on balloon party. Actually, yeah. I guess she's a B cup. She's not a D cup.
3: So yeah. how should we handle this Diora Barrett situation? Well, just send her that number KG gave you. I don't care.
4: Can you hear me, good? <laughs> you you lost your zest for the project when this other number came. Yeah. Found well, how, how do we know
3: it's right? Well,
4: send it to her.
1: Find out. Well, I don't want to send it to her if we don't know it's right. We'll ask KG if it's right. KG is it right.
3: All yep. in. You're in line right yeah. there with Timmy the Tickler. Can someone
0: just call it and call see? And see if she answers. Sure.
4: Give her a
3: jingle. <laughs> hey, we're doing HD2 in, in St. Louis. Yeah. I know it's wrong? six in California, but <laughs> are interested in going into hardcore
0: <laughs> pornography? Maybe not right this second, <laughs> but maybe, like, give her a call and...
5: You know, that's, how you a, get, that's how you get, that's how you get wrong, the cops called. Well, wrong number scenario. But hey, you know stranger, I know it's the crack of dawn, but what are you thinking about getting into porn? Hey, I'm
0: watching you right now on OnlyFans League. Would you mind hopping on? Uh... i going
5: to send your number to a very well-known <laughs> porn director right now. Yeah, okay. I don't know if that would be good for our brand. SWAT team will be here in 20 so. minutes.
0: It's almost like, hey, we have a Nigerian prince and when they right. hand you money. Hey, we got Keisha. She really wants to work with you. Oh,
5: since
3: Iggy he is now freed up from your task. Any chance he can help me? Malcolm Jamal Warner is going to be in town for an autograph signing at the Sparrow at Mid Rivers Mall on Friday. He's looking for a table for four for the Chili's right outside the mall. Could he pull some strings? Doug, that's
4: from Larry Thornton. He used to produce at KSDK. You could probably make that happen. Sparrow's not that crowded. Is it even still open? I thought all those places shut down. Are they still open? Are they closed down Sparrow?
0: I don't I'm know. I'm
5: pretty that, sure it's still there.
0: The office episode of one of the funny thing where Michael <laughs> went to New York. <laughs> New and <he> goes, I'm <laughs> going to my favorite New York hotspot. Just tomorrow. watch that episode, block. Yeah. That's one of the best scenes. <laughs> oh, so good. Gotta love that.
3: Uh, guys, did the number KG send in have a 605 area code? Because that's definitely my work number. Imagine calling an alleged stag star and you instead get me whispering, Ann Young. Can I interest you in my next ASMR special, Doug? That's from Brian Henshin. Yeah. And he has help. a little downtime now with the Colts elimination.
4: He's not doing OnlyFans, is he, Henshin? <laughs>
5: consider it.
4: Should. There is a site called True People's
3: Search where you can verify telephone numbers. It's from the 314. Can we. You need accurate? to have everything Anybody a little heard bit
4: that? less accessible, right? This is like a <laughs> stalker's roundtable right now.
0: You're getting all the, the premier stalkers uh-huh. at the front of the line <laughs> telling you just how they do it. Nips. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this has worked for me for years.
3: Does Boots seriously think there is a, quote, service on the, quote, internet that you can pay to get anyone's number? I think it's time to take pop Menthol's <laughs> technology away. That's from Suzy Cream Cheese.
1: Well, there is a service you can pay for, and you get phone numbers. You know, how big of a star you'll get, I don't know. But you can get phone numbers.
4: Whose numbers? I don't know.
0: It would be funny if it was just, like, C-listers.
4: It's <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, we're not going to give you the premieres. just these yeah. terrible comedians and... <laughs> Little bit actors, you can try. Hey
3: guys, while we're waiting on KG to get Diora on the program, what's the status of Prod Joe getting Katie Nolan on? Thanks, that's from Big Tuft. <laughs> I
1: don't know. She she's not doing anything now, unless she wants. We well, got to get
5: her on. That she goes the, the show
1: because ESPN. She's not at ESPN anymore. But what's Katie Nolan
5: doing? I don't she was know. just on Celebrity Jeopardy.
1: Oh, that's right. You're right.
5: Like yesterday. Uh, I think she's working. Maybe with fandom? She has
3: been a commentator for Apple TV's Friday that's Night right. Baseball and created short-form content at NBC Sports.
5: That's
1: right. Yeah, Went think, to Hofstra, just like Amanda Balionis, doesn't
5: it? Good morning, Grant.
1: Mm. Oh, no, that's right. I think uh, Levitard had her on a podcast, and then they talked for the first time about I didn't know this happened. But Levitard tried to get her to join his show, and she got creeped out by it because he would call her then a producer would keep calling and they kept calling her and when he had her on the podcast they brought this up and talked for about a half hour about you know he goes I I didn't know that this was going on I didn't know you felt that way he goes yeah you were kind of you know coming full, full bore and it was kind of you know pissing me off so they had a Conversation about it, but oh. what's
3: that again? I'm sorry, I was looking because we I just had another. Flip Wilson descent send in Diora's number, but he's got a different number than KG
1: and O Uh Levitard wanted her to be part of his show, right? And she wasn't sure she wanted to do that because she wanted more creativity, right? Um, so what she was gonna be like a co-host. I don't know what his because he said he just he just started this thing that he's doing, whatever it's called.
3: It's on uh, what is that? Uh, John Skipper created that network that Lebatard's on, right?
5: Skylark. Is that what it is? Metal Arc? Metal Arc, yeah. And he
1: started, and he goes, I don't know what it's going to be right off the bat. I don't know what I'm going to do, what your role would be, um, but I want you part of it. And she said, I really don't know if I want to do that. Um, I need more of a structure. I need to know what I'm doing. You know, you're coming in. You're doing this segment. You're doing this. You're doing this. I need that. I don't. I can't just fly by the seat of my pants. And then he kept calling, and they had the producers keep calling her. What do you want to do? We really want you. And she just said she got... You know, it turned me off. The way you guys were coming at me, you wouldn't leave me alone. He goes, I never knew that. He goes, you know, I always thought we were friends. She goes, we are friends. She goes, but those calls and you wanted me to do this. He goes, yeah, it really turned me off and wanted to work here. And he goes, I never knew that. And they had a big, long talk on his podcast, so. Hmm. She didn't uh, like being pursued, Doug.
4: No. They want you on that show, too, probably. Icky.
1: I could do what his dad does, just sit there and grin all the time. Is
4: his dad still on the show? I
1: don't show? think he's
4: on. He was for a long
1: he time. He was. He was on the SPN TV show.
4: Yeah. Just sat right in the middle and, and smiled. Just, just <laughs> smiled is all he did. Uh-huh. I'll
3: eat my hat if I pay for a service to get people's numbers. That's from KG and O-Town.
1: Wow. Well, where did you come up with that in, like, 45 seconds don't after Tim saying, that. Iggy, drink, her on. Here's her phone number, Tim. just You didn't have it in your phone. You don't have somebody you can call at 8 o'clock in the morning and say, hey, I need a number for Dora Baird. Maybe uh, he went to t- So why don't you tell us where you got it then if you didn't pay for somebody that sends you phone numbers.
4: Maybe he went to Twitter and she had contact information there for people who want to... Well, it could be.
1: Go to her Twitter feed. Is it safe for, for media contact? Yeah. And he uh, sent in a 747 area
3: code, in Flip, which is the San Fernando Valley, and uh, Flip Wilson sent in 305, which, of course, Doug, as you know, is... Miami, you probably had a 305 the day. I did. Day. Uh-huh.
4: Yeah. And Pitbull
3: is Mr. 305.
4: Yeah, I believe he is in Kai. SGO, Kai. SGO was it? That's correct. SGO
3: Angel Julia, great interview. Yeah, you can hear Fantastic. that on TMA all day. <laughs> yeah. Iggy is a jealous crybaby. That's from Snagglepuss. Oh, what <laughs> am I crying about? Maybe KG is just a little bit better at quote not being a producer end quote. That's from Gary Pinkle's cell phone etiquette. Did he just say her name is Dora? That's from Jugs in
1: DC. Likewise. Dora Baird. Diora Dora Baird. I, I don't really care how he got it. No, it doesn't matter. I didn't bring it up. No, you Tim's didn't. said, what, "What should I do?" I said, you "Call her." Call her. <clears throat> let, let well, Kate, I thought you would Kate be Kate able to get her, and then I could then pass that along to well, Kate. Well, that's if he got it that quick, then I don't need to do anything.
2: I'm
3: not crying. Yeah, we well, need a communication.
1: It's just not just about a number, I don't think. Don't him. have him call it and see if it's a real. I can't If You don't tell him called you. Then send it to Caden. I really don't care who gets the number. No, we don't care, really. I get nothing happens. out of it except to help Tim. But if you can help him out quicker than I can, go right ahead.
3: I will stick my fist in that SGO Kai. That's from the recovering alcohol from Bill, Bill and Webster oh, Grove. Yeah.
1: He's got his hair down his shoulders now.
3: Klaibs had Levitard on and gave him an adios because he pissed him off. It was classic. That's from Chairman Steve and Wildwood. I don't recall that. I remember Bob Feller.
1: Yeah, and Bob Feller. Yeah, yeah. Racist?
3: But adios. what happened with
1: Dan Levitard? I, I, don't I don't know. Anybody know that one? I don't no. know. We knew about the Bob Feller one. What do you have him on? his Klaibs online? I don't know.
3: I don't care. However, I will cry about it and complain the next 30 minutes. That's from Clevey Wade. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Flip Wilson says
4: he just Googled her. And the number came up. I guess you could. I could be. I didn't try it. I mean, if you're looking to be discovered and you're trying to make it in the business, you try to make it as easy as possible for people to find you, right? Well, you're not OnlyFans. I don't
1: know. You don't really need anybody to help you. Just promote it.
4: Uh, yeah, but to promote it, you got to. Now this is give interesting, some
1: Doug. Somebody with a different phone number than
3: KG and O Town just sent in the same phone number that KG and O Town got.
4: Oh God, head exploding. Well, there you go, Eggs. That must be the number. I guess they're both searching somewhere.
3: KG is such a douche. That's from the 636. Oh. From the 314. KG is a tryhard that begs for the attention of Tim, picks on low hanging fruit, poking fun at Iggy. That's from the 314. But that, Iggy, your supporters are here.
1: Eh, it's not a matter of supporting or not supporting. It doesn't matter.
3: Uh, Stephen Wildwood says that Levitard thing must have been a while ago, a long time when he was doing 590. Klaves and Rammer. Doing afternoon, Scott. when was that, Iggy?
1: Early 2000s? I was producing that show. I don't remember Levitard. Hmm. That was, uh, Marisek days, I think.
3: That would have been. That was 98 to aught four. Yeah. I love gals with big breasts. They bounce so softly. That's from Mr. Smith. Yeah, that's an entirely different topic,
1: really. Well, we're going back to the double Ds compared to the C cups. Yeah.
4: Smitty's still doing a lot of swinging, I wonder.
5: <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah. He offered his wife up to us. <laughs> he did. He's been, uh, he's been very present during the daily QFTAs. He has been. He's been very, appreciate. very active.
4: Yeah. He shows up at our events and everything. Great guy.
3: KG had to undock from licks before he could look up that porn star for Iggy. That's from the Worson Woods Wacko. Look at this. A lot of anti-KG coming in. Total package says KG is the best. Lebertard is the mount on the Mount Rushmore of media douchebags. That's mm. from Eric in the Central West End. I've never interacted with Did you interact with him? No. Being a, he's a Miami guy? I didn't know him back then. He was younger. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm not even sure he was relevant back then. Didn't he write for the Miami Herald? I think, I think that's so. What he one did. time, yeah. yeah. I think he might have started on Radio WQAM, which was a big station down there. Yeah, I, I did not know him.
3: I want to get him on, too. We'll have Diorna Baird, Jeremy Rutherford, and Dan (laughs)
4: Levitard. And he's on the Mount Rushmore of media (laughs) douchebags? Who's up there with him? Chris Berman. Oh, come on.
3: Berman's been nothing but kind any time I've
1: interacted with him. Yeah. I had one experience with him, and I just... Maybe I held a grudge for too long against him, but he's... He wouldn't do that. (laughs) Let it go. Yeah. I'm sure he's he's a nice
4: guy. Yeah, by all accounts, he is.
3: Have you interacted with him? He's been, like... A couple times, yeah. And you know he gets, like... Uh uh-huh. little nerds like me coming up to him all the time. But yeah, in St. Louis and
4: Scottsdale, there was a time when he was another football game couldn't be kind. He was as well known as any sportscaster yeah. out there. So uh, let's let's leave him off the list.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't put him on. Okay. I just threw His name out there. I
4: don't
1: know,
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who else is going to go on there. Yeah, I don't know what you're
1: consider a douchebag.
4: Lord and lady douchebag. <laughs> uh-huh. What movie was that from? Was that that was a Sarah Live skit from like the was 80s, it? wasn't it, with Dan Aykroyd? I guess maybe it was. I was thinking Leslie Nielsen was in there somewhere,
3: but guess not. Strokes gained on par fives is my big stat this week. Surprisingly, J.J. Spawn is the best in the field over the last 24 rounds. Okay. From Flip Wilson. Yeah, there's only
1: two par fives, so it's not that big of a deal. Wow, you you came right back over the top with the research. No, it's going to be. Uh...
0: Man, that actually
1: surprised me. Yeah, I know. That was like information. Yeah, it's going to be mid-iron play, 150 to 175. These guys hit night I, irons. That's why I like Corey Connors this week. Oh, Doug, now you know to pick Tony. Corey
4: Connors. Okay, I'll see if I can get him. I won't know because my eyes will be closed when I
1: pick. Yeah, it's a tough week because a lot of the it's a lot of top-heavy guys. What does that mean? I mean? Well, you got the guys you think can probably win or up there with ten thousand nine nine. Then you go like Scheffler playing? Yeah, then no. Then you go down to the seven thousands, and you're looking at guys that just got their PGA card coming from the Corn Ferry Tour guys. And then I mean, I got Kuchar for seventy eight hundred. So I'm going in the seven hundreds for Kuchar seven thousands. And I I got Corey Connors in there, but I had to play some six thousands so because I think Corey
4: Connors is like ninety
1: seven hundred ninety eight hundred. Doug, like, does that factor in you picking Corey
4: Cotter? No, yeah. nothing really factors in. I just close my eyes and pick a name and don't worry too much about it. when <laughs> lose, draw. I really don't care much. Yeah. lot of guys I played last week, I mean, Chris Kirk plays
1: well here. I mean, he's <laughs> okay. at three straight.
4: Top. All right, that's enough. That's enough. Three straight. I don't need to hear how Chris Kirk plays at this particular course in Hawaii. I don't care.
1: Three straight top 12s, I believe it. Waikiki, wherever <laughs> they're playing. <laughs> Gosh. But he won last week.
4: I okay. Like,
1: I don't like to play guys that won one week, I don't like to play them the next week.
4: Tell that to Byron Nelson.
1: <laughs> yeah. So they usually party, but he doesn't drink anymore, so maybe he had a good had a good uh rest after his win. He wasn't out partying.
4: Okay. <laughs>
1: a lot of factors going in this week, Doug.
4: No no there's not. Usually it's who's putting the best. There's your factor. Wow, Iggy. Great breakdown. There's a guy in this tournament that <laughs>
3: that's either going to win or lose. That's from Scooter.
1: I don't believe I said that.
3: I'm sorry I brought this topic up. <laughs> that's from Flip Wilson.
1: Yeah, you did. You did.
3: It's JT Poston could take his putter and put it where the sun don't shine. That's from the South City <laughs> Ocean. Yeah, we haven't discussed yeah. his putting all
1: day. Yeah, where did JT Poston finish last week? Fifth. Yeah. Guess he wasn't putting very well.
3: I'm doing this golf pool where you pick one golfer each week, and then at the end of the year, you get uh, you total up all your earnings with that golfer. And guess who my play was last week? Can you use the same guy? or No, You know. got so I went with Poston last week. Did you? Good. Then I always got a driving accuracy issue, and those are huge fairways at that place. So my logic was, well, let's give that a run. I'm not going to use JT Poston when they go to Augusta, for example. No. So S- I got to diversify. Say that for sure. Got to go get Doug. It's game theory season at okay. this time of the year. All right. Uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, I was at a bar in San Francisco during the All-Star game. Chris Berman was pouring shots behind the bar. I took shots with him and Pedro Gomez, RIP. That's from Eric in the Central West End, and huh. you played Native American ball with his father. How about did. that?
4: Yeah, we yeah,
3: did. Yeah, Berman was always just, like, super down to earth in my interactions with him. I don't know. You never know when you're getting somebody on a bad day. Was one Pedro Gomez passed is.
4: away?
1: What's
3: that? Yes, he, he did.
1: When? few years ago. Really? years
5: ago? Three years ago? I feel like it was last year. I remember that. Pedro Gomez passed away. I'm going to go
3: 2022, Doug.
5: Yeah, I'm going to go 2021. 21. 21, February 7th, 2021. Wow. How did I not receive that? Three years. I remember that.
1: He was good. I always liked him on baseball tonight. was awesome. Remember,
3: we were in line to go into the Cardinal Clubhouse. Doug, we we sat next to each other, Game 1 of the World Series. And I don't know if you were with me at at Fenway Park.
4: Uh Uh-huh.
3: And the cat gets into a it wasn't an argument but a kind of a back and forth with Pedro Gomez about the Yankees and Red Sox and and was like I said it wasn't an argument but it was a little it was a little back and forth a little little i guess the, you know being t- a t- Yankees t- guy therefore not a Red Sox guy yeah. as you can imagine and the Yankees have just blown that 3-0 series uh, lead and you know, Red Sox didn't lose another game. Once Dave Roberts stole that base, oh, the worst thing that could have happened to the Cardinals. Cardinals could have beaten the Yankees. Nobody was beating the Red Sox at mm-hmm. that time.
4: So the Cat and Pedro Yeah, it was a loggerhead. Yeah,
3: it was a long wait. That's a really tiny clubhouse. I haven't been in it since 2004. I would imagine there's, I mean, what can you do? It's a tiny ballpark. You can't, like, add space. You've been in the Wrigley Visitors Clubhouse, right?
4: Yeah, it always puzzled me why they didn't, Go down, drill down. No, we have no. entire cities below below Earth. Maybe they have Entire real. subway systems. You can't drill down and build a bigger clubhouse. The Wrigley
3: Visitors Clubhouse is like a small, like the Hoosiers locker room. Yeah,
4: what's the deal with that? <laughs> I mean, we have beautiful finished basements here. It's below the <laughs> below the surface of the ground. You can't do that
5: with a clubhouse? So they updated the, the home locker room, right? But the not-
3: home locker room versus, like, the Cubs home. I didn't go on the Red Sox. The Cubs home clubhouse is... A totally different thing than yeah. the, the visitors. I would. I mean, again, this was a long time ago. I haven't been in that thing in a while.
5: But I thought I read a story where they updated the home to a major extent, where because it, it used to look like in Rookie of the Year, you know, or Daniel yeah. Stern's locked no. in the cage, but they didn't update the away locker room at all, so it still looks like, yeah, like the Hoosiers locker room. The Dodgers
4: visiting the locker room, nothing to write home about either. It was very strange. Yeah.
3: Doug, have you ever met Sevi Ballesteros? I bet he's hogged out. That's from yeah. upper aft and back fat.
4: No, I didn't, and he's no longer with us either. So it's gonna be hard now.
3: Cut his mic. Go back to Dicky Bub and finish your wardrobe shopping, <laughs> lizard. Some oh, former President Ulysses S. Grant. What is Dicky Bub? Oh, it's like a
5: farm king. What? I
0: don't know what that it's is. Like a farm and fleet. The store? Farming? Yeah. Ag store. Yeah, agriculture. You get your, Wow, I have never heard of it. You get your seed and your feed, and you get your, all your Carhartt stuff, your,
5: it's, geez, and you so, know, your
0: camo, your winterized gear, all that. So former President Ulysses S. Grant says Iggy Shop's at dickie bub. <laughs>
3: I didn't <Well>, <laughs> follow any
4: of it. hard
0: for me to believe that because I think he has passed. Or
4: When you're shopping for your seed, <laughs> don't, off. You, don't you have to take an enormous truck to carry out? How, how much seed does a... Most of the times, if you're
0: like have a big farm, they have completely separate stores strictly for that wholesale seed. Yeah. Well, that like you can get all your feed for your your animals in one stop shop. And I wouldn't the, expect Dickey Bug being the place to go.
4: Then, when the crop comes in, when you've harvested it, where who do you sell it to then? I mean, there are wholesalers, Doug. I don't know how I mean, everybody's different. And so then they send trucks to the farm. You make a deal with a wholesaler and then they send the trucks out to the farm you to keep get it in your silo and make sure, you know, you wait for the price to be just right before
0: you, you know, you sell. So you make sure you, you know, maximize as much profit as possible. Nice. So every farmer has that, that ceiling and that floor that they're, you know, looking to, looking so to they get. They go
4: through brokers to do that? To I'm not, again, I'm them? not
0: sure. I'm not liking, you know, novice. I'm not, I'm not really, you know, fit to discuss more in detail about it, Doug. Grew up as a kid, but it's been about twenty some years. Yeah, so things have certainly changed.
4: But at, but at some point, a, a company sends trucks out to your farm to get the product.
0: Or you sent- yeah, or you you know meet them at you know their industrial farm and then they go out and sell it. Yeah. So it all it all depends on if you can go third party route, you can go completely you know right to the source, and you always just the bottom line is you always want to make sure that that price is exactly where you want it. Yeah. Because it fluctuates, Doug. Most got the of Illinois the commodities market. Mm-hmm. Most
5: of the Illinois is soybeans, right? Plahawk, that's the big. Oh uh, yeah, we have
0: corn, yeah, soybean in in area, right? corn, corn soy and soybeans. Yeah, that's Those are the two basically big ones. it. Wheat doesn't really. That's mainly. Kansas. Yeah, it's not quite like in the central Illinois area it wasn't really big, but soybeans, yeah. You see a lot of that corn mainly for where I was. We used that also to feed like cows, or used to. I don't know. If
2: right.
4: Do. Field corn, sweet corn, and field
0: corn. That's what gets all that methane gas, Doug. Uh, that's overrated. <laughs> I need that one.
4: We actually sold a bill of goods that that cow flatulence was a big part of global warming. I like that. People actually bought that.
0: Methane gases, but yeah. So it's fun, fun, fun little time being a little farmer there, Doug.
4: It sounds like a lot of work, lots and lots of work.
0: But once you're established and you have that, you know. Every year it gets easier, you know. Yeah, I suppose. You, know, you kind of do it year
4: in and year out Yeah, and get a system going. Well, thank God we got farmers out there willing to do it. Amen, brother.
3: Uh, hey, uh, thank God for James Carlton, too, uh, because he's my insurance agent, and I think he might be the best in the history of the world. Yeah. yeah. Could Paul well be. Yeah. Vouch for it. Uh, he's online at carltoninsurance.net. Uh, we talked about it with James yesterday, but... Uh, I know, what would you say, Doug, about 98% of the audience reads Wall Street Journal? It's 99. 99%. Yeah. There's a couple 90, that don't. I don't know 4. 4. so it's just a matter of if you round up or not. But, uh, yeah, that uh, front-page article about issues with people getting insurance right now. James uh, is going to take great care of you, and carltoninsurance.net is the place you go. I have been with him now about five-plus years. The number is 314 961 I can't say enough good things about him and my experience with his staff. It's James Carlton. He is in Webster Groves. That's
4: nothing against Cottleville. No, absolutely nothing was meant. Uh,
3: but he's uh, online at carltoninsurance.net. Uh, and Design Air is the sponsor of our email of the day. Great leaderboard so far this month. I mean, you have all the stars. This is fun to see. Brian Henson, bowl executive, Buck Swope. Kevin Miller and the JV golf coach all with wins. Brian Henshin and Buck Swope tied with two apiece. Send yours in the morning after at InsideStl.com. Design Air is online at DesignAirService.com. I haven't looked at the forecast since uh, doing this Design Air read yesterday. Let me see what we got. We got a minus three for the low on Monday. Doug minus one for the low on Tuesday, and our favorite number six for the low on Wednesday. Sweet Mother of Mercy. Uh, It's going to be cold next week, a low of 17 on Thursday, and then we're back down to a low of 10 on Friday. If you have a furnace issue at this time of year with this forecast, make sure you are working with Design Air Heating and Cooling. All you have to do is go to designairservice.com. They're not going to upsell you. Seth is fourth generation. I've known him now for, God, I feel like close to a decade. Great guy. Runs a wonderful business. I'm a client. Doug's a client. Iggy's a client. Online at designairservice.com, the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast in uh, daily QFTAs, although today we will not be able to do daily QFTAs. Uh, we're going to try to do it this afternoon, though, Jackson, if that's all right. Yeah. I got a lunch with a client at uh, 1130, so I won't be able to uh, to do it right after the program, but we appreciate those of you who have been tuning in and or downloading Uh, The Tim McCartan Show podcast with daily QFTAs.
5: A lot of MMF themes.
4: Oh, is that right?
5: What was the title of yesterday's episode? I enjoy when my partner orgasms. Cut that off.
4: Gosh. This is a sports show? No. No.
5: Yeah, this was somebody who was really
3: advocating for the MMF and mocking those who mock those who like MMFs. So maybe he was defending producer Joe and Rondo? But he said, I'm not a cuck or a simp. I just like when my partner orgasms.
4: Okay. It's a great topic. And he had to drag producer Joe into it. Didn't mention producer Joe. He did not. Okay.
3: So he felt passionately about it. And then we got into uh, off-the-record interviews. And what was the final topic? Oh, social media bragging. I guess somebody said he was about to post something on social media, but then he felt like it was a brag. And then... uh, Hubbard Marty dropped by the studio. This was, what, what, about 1 o'clock, I guess, Jackson? Yep. And he said, yeah, I like listening to QFTA, but when it was just the two of you talking about guys writing in with their sexual experiences, (laughs) it kind of creeped me out. (laughs)
4: Yeah I could see that. <laughs> Never a woman to be heard anywhere on the program, right. right? I said, but if I brought in a,
3: if I brought in a female coworker, we would then have an HR issue when I start reading these things. Yeah so Doug, we're in a no-win situation, but the audience wants to talk about having MMF.
4: Uh-huh. Well, it maybe have to be a separate talent. that doesn't work here full time. Iggy, can you book that person?
3: Get the Deora Baird and uh. then random female to come in and partake. I don't know what random
1: female I would get.
3: <laughs> Thought somebody plowhook just raved about you getting feet.
1: Yeah, it was a long time ago. How about oh, one oh, of the gals from Saint James? He's I fine. stopped out of. That. I stopped being in the foot community.
5: You're not in the foot community. I
1: stopped getting feet.
5: It doesn't have to be somebody in the foot community. <laughs> Didn't you have jewel rubber feet on you at
1: uh, Hot Shots a few years ago? It wasn't that long ago. Well, I had to because Jay had to go have a meeting with the mayor of Sullivan. So he backed out of it after I got all the feet lined up from Charisse and Liquid and Lace girls.
4: Wouldn't everyone who has at least one foot technically be in the foot community?
5: I just want to shower some praise on Iggy. That was his Kurt Warner moment where he stepped up in a major way. It was like 40 minutes of feet, and I had nothing left for us. And we had to we had to fill two hours there because I had to play the next morning. Yeah. And I was not going to participate.
3: I, I felt like it, it wasn't the right
5: thing to do. I was
3: later accosted in the parking lot for not participating.
5: I was about 30 seconds away from having to participate because we literally had to get more content out there. <laughs> and shout out to Iggy, man. He stepped up in a major way. Didn't enjoy it
0: love you
5: know, oh, my <laughs> your teeth, and you—you uh, <laughs> you missed. You
4: missed yeah, that like you <laughs> He grinding. really
5: bowed his neck.
4: Iggy bowed his neck yeah, to I me. Mean, one
5: woman it. after another from Liquid and Lace came up there, and Iggy played with their feet. Yeah, I'd throw the piggy up there. I'll rub it. <laughs> clip it <that>
4: off.
1: Had <laughs> <laughs> to clip off. And you didn't enjoy it? No, I don't like no. playing with feet. You're not in the foot community. No. I'm sure they were clean. There's just something about playing with toes. just doesn't do it for me. Really? But you don't kink shame those who do. No, form. not at all. If you're into that, a lot of people are. Is that right? Yeah, feet picks are popular. Oh, yeah, I guess Lisa Ann did say that that's, like, the most requested thing. I don't go by what she said. But well, <laughs> gosh, <I> always <laughs> a shot at her. Well, she also said that Brock Purdy's making $50,000 a year, so and living with four guys. So you can't take everything she says with them. A- she said Brock Purdy's making fifty thousand dollars. She said
4: eighty or ninety.
1: Oh, well, really? That's far cry from
4: me. No, I think she said two fifty, and then
0: obviously she incorporated California tax in the 870K
1: equation. Eight hundred seventy k is what I said. Yeah. she a, was off. They said he's living with four guys, and
4: now he's living with one guy. I think she might have said eighty-seven. She left off a zero at the end or
1: something. Yeah, either way, she was wrong. Yeah.
4: Well, that's no reason to get too down on her. No, that's not why I'm down on her.
1: Was it the verbal slashing?
4: Yeah. yeah, exactly. She's given us a lot of wonderful content on this show. Oh, good. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, she's very popular. She is. Yeah. You're not going to cut her any slack, though. No, I'm not. I'm done.
1: Her. And here he is, having the time of his life.
4: Because of the texting, Fiasco that went wrong. right? Well, sorry that it had to end this way. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. I didn't think this not go much further than that. I, I don't know where that. else to go
1: with it. I, mean, well, I don't know. I don't know. know, why I'm I don't know. But you know, the glory is in the awkward. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not really awkward to me. I don't really care. It's awkward yeah. for the audience. Oh, That's what I like. Yeah, the, the
3: wife and I 100% thought Jewel wasn't the ringer that night. The busty brunette was the one. Still a top night. That's from Scott's Wrinkled Ball Sack. All
4: right.
3: So he was observing you work over these women's feet, and they thought the busty brunette. I don't recall the busty brunette. Oh, are if that Cherise?
1: Doug, was that Sharice? I I wasn't there that night. I mean, she's busty. I think her hair is brunette. But her her. her and her husband and her boyfriend in the lifestyle. Is that right? Yeah. Which lifestyle? Well, they mingle with other couples and other people. I like that mingle.
4: (laughs) I bet they do more than mingle.
1: I don't know. I've never seen them in action.
4: When I think of mingle, I think you're just kind of talking. Yeah,
1: I'm sure they get down with other people. Get down? What word do you want me to use? <laughs> there really is no fury like
3: a simp scorned. That's from Arbor Day. And, Doug, did he win the Milagro Tequila Texture of the Year?
1: I
4: think he might have won something. Yeah, I'm really a simp. Yeah. Well, you're no simpleton. I'm
1: not a simp. No. If I was a simp, I would have said, that's okay. Go ahead and berate me on the air. I apologize. You're right. I said, no, I'm not doing that.
4: No. You're more of an aggressive that's bull. What, that's what a simp would be. Is that the opposite of an aggressive bull?
1: No, I was just standing my ground. I'm not gonna let anybody treat me like that. Yeah. Think you'll ever I think you guys will have a moment where it's it's healed. I just think
3: that's inevitable. I really do. Yeah. I really don't care. Okay. I mean I don't see her. Who cares? Who of all of your feuds will you never, no matter what, ever talk to again? Like producer Joe, Lisa Ann, I don't know who else is in the category, Ned Reynolds. No, you're on Ned's show. Daddy yeah, Padre. I, 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 Daddy
1: Padre, I nice nothing, Jackson. I have nothing against Ned. I just have fun with him, but no, nothing against Daddy Padre. He's the one who made the bet. That's why he's not on the show. So you'd welcome Daddy Padre back? I would welcome him back. If he came back, I wouldn't care. Oh, wow. Daddy Padre.
4: Call oh, it. Oh, been six, oh, three, six, oh, nine, zero, I don't
1: mean, care. If Lisa
3: Ann wanted to apologize to me. What's more likely, you and producer Joe
1: reconciling or you and Lisa Ann reconciling? Well, probably Lisa Ann.
0: Oh, yeah, that Joe's no shot. I
1: mean, Joe's no, no shot. Wow, oh, how about that? I didn't know. That it. thing it was is yeah, buried
0: Joe. 500
1: feet. Yeah, Joe's no shot. The There's gaps. no way he's okay. ever going to oh. apologize or say, okay, I accept your apology. Let's just so you, that nice. means you would have to apologize to him, though, for him to accept your apology. Would you be willing to apologize? I already have. I already said that uh, I apologize for putting that on Facebook. I apologize because I don't care. We're never going to be friends. No. So that's fine. But well, sure. at that point, the ship sails. Well, I'm sure at some point, Lisa Ann will probably say, Look, I apologize." that day. I was having a bad if it's all it would take. But I've given her the opportunity twice to say, Just apologize. She goes, no, I'm not apologizing. I didn't do anything wrong. Okay, well, then we're done.
3: Mm. Huh. Just like that, Doug. Yeah. Okay. What about Jason Barrett, Manoopal, eligible, wants to know? I really don't care
1: about him. <laughs> I mean, I have no use for the guy, so I apologize. Oh, good, me and Barrett are friends again. We were never really friends to begin with. No. What if we can get the top 20 shows in mid-market and what that would mean? You Uh, would have to hold Barrett at gunpoint. Yeah, that would be a huge mark for us.
3: Not sure if KG and O-Town, Daddy Padre or Lisa Ann lives in Iggy's head, rent-free more.
0: That's from the 314. Ooh, what about Lana Rhodes? Lana Rhodes. Mm. Although that's more of a one-sided beef. I don't know if Lana knows that Iggy (laughs) 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 is.
1: All about the Tushy Booth. I don't think about any of them until they're brought up on the show. How are they living rent-free in my head?
0: Oh, man, what about Stormy Daniels? Oh, yeah. Well, she doesn't even know who I am. Man, she She really...
1: Does Lana know who you are? Probably not.
0: Not anymore. I still think that Stormy... I don't know if I've ever seen Iggy more upset and annoyed than the Stormy
1: Daniels situation. Well, I wasted my entire evening at a strip club waiting for her to... Do the interview.
0: I would have been just as annoyed for sure. I get yeah. I just remember that night being,
1: like Steve Harvey said, a great night. Yeah, <laughs> that. Uh, it's I don't even know if it's still up on my Twitter feed, but man, that night that was like thousands of responses oh, to this oh. feud going back and forth.
0: God, that's so good.
1: Iggy,
3: what about Riggs? Riggs Ooh. has been in studio.
0: He's not. Yeah,
3: like, Riggs and I have already
1: settled our differences.
0: You see their Tiger video drops in an hour. So, do they play with Tiger? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. This
0: is actually.
3: That
1: like, is outstanding. I can't sick. wait to watch it.
0: Yeah, I give him grief sick. a lot. That's unbelievable. And I'm super jacked to watch it. Because, like, that's. Where, where do they play? Probably. I don't know. Probably Jupiter. I don't know if do they some. made that in their sneak peek video.
5: I don't know if they. It said. looked like Florida from the little God. pictures they were sending out. Really Lister sick. Grove would be my guess. God. I'm he's wearing the red. Oh, he's wearing the red, Doug. Oh, he's
4: wearing the red. Oh, he's wearing the red. Oh. Black pants. Ah!
0: Oh, And you can see him embracing rigs that they've been for years. How about that? good it does look and like for trent who's like a 20 handicap to be able to have tiger give him shot i don't think i could break 100
3: if i were playing in front of tiger
0: I, I, i'd be so nervous i don't even know if i could actually get the courage to swing after he like sets me up on a shot I'd
1: port noise sneak his way in there he did not oh
0: here's another one i think at the michigan <laughs> the michigan hangover i think so
1: i don't think he's hasn't done
0: much
3: do you think Lisa Ann would apologize to Iggy if he apologized to Lisa Ann for ignoring her text? It's from Hoosier Daddy.
1: Well, I guess you're not listening because I <laughs> apologized to her twice on the air.
0: And what's like the grace period for like, you know, water under the bridge? At this point, it's so tense where I don't even know can you recoup. I don't know. But the Prajo thing, I, I couldn't even see Iggy and Prajo being in the same, like, zip code of, of each other.
4: I think if Lisa Ann were on more frequently, there'd be a better chance to mend fences. But when it only comes up once a week, it kind of festers And now for we're while, waiting until,
0: and... what, August or no. September of... Yeah. So we're going to be going... I got going... the dotum.
4: What about the dotum?
3: <laughs> oh, you think she might not come?
0: I don't know. I think Lisa Ann's a great person who would come. It would just be... I don't know if that would be the time, maybe, yeah. To... Maybe take her out to dinner, again. That's and I think. That's to I think. That's when
3: I, th- that's when I think it's healed. There you go, Doug. My okay. play is made. Yeah. My play is made. Like she loved idea.
0: Peacemakers. Just so you know, me and Madison took her to Peacemaker last time she was in town. She That's a great a place.
3: place. Oh,
0: my I think God. they're making
3: uh, a new one in Kirkwood, I thought. I thought they were oh, they
0: they're building a new one in Kirkwood. That place, the rolls, I don't know what bread they use. I know the lobster are phenomenal. But whatever some they CMA use. listeners who uh, mm-hmm. were, yeah, you met them too? The yeah. chef came out and gave us uh, free desserts. When they realized oh, Lisa right? Anna, yeah, it was fantastic.
3: That place is great. Major recommendation for that place for those who have not been there. You did apologize, but you started by not apologizing. Wow, it's weird when she calls in, but to kill her every time her name comes up is a little much. You could have ended her rant by apologizing for not getting back to her, but you didn't. Doug, that's from Tequila to kill a listener of the year, Stephen Wildwood, who's a chairman.
1: So you said I apologized and I didn't apologize. How does that work? I don't
0: know. It's what you say like you, you you talk down an apology. And again, I, Iggy, I told you I did this a lot, I like the same exact thing to where you think you're apologizing, but the other person you're trying to poo-poo what actually happened and throw excuses. I don't know exactly how to phrase it. And I'm not mad at you or nobody should be mad at you for it because I did the exact same thing. It's just hard to – some people take some apologies one way and some take them the other way.
4: You know, some... Almost like you're trying to continue the argument. Well, none
1: of you people you're are in my shoes. Sure or diminish self. what you did in the, mm. in the process, yeah. Well, all these people texting Andy, you're not in my shoes. You don't know what I've put up with in the three years prior to that, so...
4: Walk a mile in my shoes, buddy. Nice, Doug. You can only put up with so much. That would be a good segment.
1: That was the breaking point, so... And I haven't told you anything else she's done or said or texted me. It's private or private messages, so I'm not going to release them like she did and read the whole thing on the air, but I wouldn't do that, but you'd think differently if you saw them. But whatever. Yeah. Well. I'm not the one that brings it up. No. I I don't know. Somebody texts in something about Lisa Ann, then it's brought up. I don't say, hey, let me say something about Lisa Ann today. Yeah. Peacemaker is the
3: perfect place to mend fences. Yeah, when you think about it, Doug. What, it's of Corp.
0: what kind of food they have? Think of the restaurant name. Everything you want seafood. Lobster
3: in. roll, beef, bee's knees, but it's not the only thing that's just my go-to. I think they have crinkle-cut fries to wash it down with. Oh, have
0: they got Ooh, yeah. And what we got was like the four-tier mega-like seafood platter. Oh, so it's Bill. like three-tier, so you have mussels and clams. Oh. You have, uh, you know, obviously you have your lobster roll that come with it as well. And I, I forgot the, a couple other things. And it was... Unreal good. It's one of my favorite. I think we only go there maybe once or twice a year.
3: It is great. It is great. That's a major recommendation. I mean, there's some outstanding restaurants all within like a half mile right oh there. Yeah. Uh, I love Darren Atkins so much. He's so grown and so eloquent. That was a well delivered explanation. That's from Brian Henshin.
4: about that? You usually that show Budsman. Eloquent. Yeah. Name, he of...
3: must be able to recharge his batteries now with the Colts losing to the Texans.
0: He's over the hurt, the sting. The I mean, he's got to have that Gardner Minshew exclusive, though. That is he going to sign with Indies? Is he going to go somewhere else? Oh, got yeah, Anthony Richardson,
3: easy. Doug. I mean, is he the long-term solution?
2: Yeah.
0: Brian Henschel.: will. Well, tries. he'll probably get a shot.
3: Peacemaker is awesome. Sister restaurant to Sydney Street. Thanks, Steve Wildwood. Which is also really good too. Yes. When oh, Bill, what a great place. Peacemaker
0: is where exactly? Catty Corner do where Truman's was. And Duke's Upstairs Bar. Sydney. Is it on Sydney Street? I'm not for sure exactly what. It's close
3: to Blue City Deli, too, eh? Yeah, it is. Oh, Hi, Vinny.
0: That place is Sydney unreal.
3: Street. It's on Sydney Street? Is it actually on Little Sydney Street? Yep. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's Run just, it's just, to, it's just to the east of uh, Sydney Street, then. Maybe
0: I'll do that for Madison's Supreme birthday.
3: She's obviously not a loyal listener.
0: I think at this point in time, she's uh, probably podcasting uh, Smartless on her way to work. She loved the Jason Likes Like that Bateman. Smartless?
3: Yeah. I, I, I watched that HBO show, or I don't know if it was HBO, but there was a, like, a behind-the-scenes of the oh, really? tour. Oh, it was really good. If she likes Smartless, you guys want to watch it. I, think I don't we both listen liked. to the show, but I really liked the television behind the scenes of them traveling together. Doug, it's Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean
0: Hayes, yeah. am I correct? And Will Arnett is sneakily one of my. Yeah, he's fav- outstanding. Oh my God, he's so good. Yeah. Like Bojack Horseman, he does great voiceover work, but he's also really funny and witty. And yeah, all three of those guys because they've all worked together on projects in the past. But what the, the key thing about the show is, one person knows who the guest is, the other two do not, and so they yeah. go they go into it trying to guess. You know, they get like four guesses and trying, to, which is. They just had Arnold Schwarzenegger with the last one I listened to. That's awesome. It was fantastic. Recommend if you're looking for another podcast. I you. It's really good. Okay. Okay. Yeah, then. Listen to Maybe this, we'll have know. a
3: surprise guest in the next segment by the name of Diora Baird.
4: Well, you think she may come on the program?
3: I don't know. We're getting a bunch of different phone numbers sent in for her. I don't know what's real and what's not. I do know Jeremy Rutherford's joining us coming up at 9 o'clock. Brought to you by Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. You're welcome to email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Jackson, why don't you tell me about Circa?
5: Sure, Tim. The world's largest sports book in Las Vegas is now here in Illinois. The Circa Sports app is sports betting the way it should be with big app bets high betting limits, tight money line splits and the best customer service around the Circus Sports app is a sports betting app made by Sports Better. So they encourage you to shop the lines, take a look around some of the other Illinois sports book- that are available, and then check the lines over at Circa. I'm pretty confident you're going to like the lines over at Circa more, whether you're looking to bet hockey, college basketball, pro basketball during the week, or the NFL playoffs coming up this weekend where there's games Saturday, Sunday, and Monday night. You can bet that all with the Circa Sports app, which is, of course, now available in the great state of Illinois. Visit circasports.com for more details and get ready to start betting like a pro. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, please call one 800 gambler or text I L G A
3: M B to 833234. Do you want to support the EDF group as sponsor of Doug's Hot Take Mittens? Yeah.
2: I got them right here. TMA, TMA. You, yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, well it's real simple. If you'd like to, do you have a fire extinguisher where you work? The answer is yes, you certainly do. So please email the EDF group at fire at the EDF so a technician can come out and explain to your team how the EDF group can save your company money. Again, that email address is fire at the EDF Group.com. The EDF group is had and will prevent your facility from having high fires. Experience the EDF group difference. Learn more at theedfgroup.com. Plowhawk, uh, you had an announcement about a new segment and promotion you have going on. It's something that's near and dear to your heart, the heart of your now fiancé, the wonderful Madison. Tell the audience what we have going on here.
0: Absolutely. And so we, I try to push this for a while now, and I know I think Lux does something similar to that. It's Plowsy's Pup of the Week. And what it is, Doug, it's 13 weeks each week on Wednesday – We'll have a video shot in this said studio oh, right here right? after the show. So this um, is
3: going to be shot today in here? Yeah, so it'll be oh, after the that? show.
0: But you guys obviously have balloon party, so we shoot that, kind of showcase a dog from two fantastic um, shelters here in the area. Try to get them adopted, get the word out, you know. Not a lot of people know what you know fostering is all about, too, so obviously every shelter needs fosters. This week, our dog is Harley from Open Door Animal Sanctuary in House Springs, and I cannot wait to meet her today. So I tried to tease a little bit of it yesterday, mm-hmm. um, just kind of showcasing their personality, their you know the likes and don't uh, dislikes of you know some of the dogs are you know older, younger. I love senior dogs because this one obviously provides. If you're 65 or older, the food and vet care is free for the duration of the dog's life, which I think is phenomenal. It's a pet that you're going to have and cherish for many years and many memories. So this is uh, from Open Door Animal Sanctuary. All this is brought to you by a great listener's wife who owns Chow Chow there in the hill. It's just a, uh, a pet supply store. It has everything from homemade treats, um, You know, local businesses pitch in um, their time and effort for you know, toys and things like that. They work with a lot of local businesses for their treats, and it's phenomenal. Had a bunch of people on the fan page yesterday. Say they went there, met Jess, who went the owner, and I, Kevin, I do believe, is her uh, husband, who is a loyal fan page member as well. So that is Chow Chow on the Hill, sponsoring Plowsy's Pup of the Week, which we'll be shooting a video this morning, so it should be on social right sometime this studio, afternoon. Dog. What are you going to do um, with this dog? Um, I mean, hopefully, we get it adopted. Me and Madison yeah. will eventually, in the 13 week, probably foster one or two of these things. Oh, we yeah. just, I just know Madison and my personality. You're gonna
3: fall in love with one,
0: of course. But hopefully, before that, somebody else does. So we'll going through a loving home. So that'll be shot today, sponsored by Chow Chow Harley this week, and coming to you from Open Door Animal Sanctuary.
4: And when it gets shot, it'll go on the fan page, or
0: it'll be on our social team. I'll put it on the fan yeah. page. We'll put it on our Twitter account. I'm gonna put it on my. Personal Facebook page, sure, and, it'll Madison, are, and it'll be on
3: Instagram. And it'll be on Instagram.
0: We're gonna share. We're gonna get our it, so.
3: TikTok going.
0: I'm just big on this to
3: TikTok. Vi- just posted oh, a video on. Oh, today. did you really? It's mm-hmm. awesome. I gotta subscribe to it. What's our TikTok guy. handle, Jackson?
4: At T-M-A-S-T-L, Super easy.
3: That's pretty confusing. <laughs>
4: yeah, I don't get it.
2: Okay.
4: <laughs> At TMA. Are we gonna have to do dance videos or anything? You will. Ooh. Oh. Okay. Bad boy, Ooh, Magic Mike. I hair videos, I
3: suppose. Yeah, you could at this point. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, let's see what we got. Jeremy Rutherford, 9 o'clock, design air, heating Coin, 945. Jackson, what do we have coming up on uh, Balloon Party? Takes, and Uh-oh. plenty
5: of them. Uh-oh, Doug.
4: What's Wide Birth sounds Wednesday. Sounds like you got nothing Wide here. Birth Wednesday. You talk about the blues last night? Yeah, sure.
3: Mizzou put this. up a pretty Maddie's good fight. natural, oh, hold on,
5: Maddie's Natty Hattie? That wasn't bad. Yeah, we'll talk about that plethora of other things Why'd well, birth Wednesday baby
3: sounds like I'll be Venmo and a listener $35 for yeah. topic we have happy show's with starting to I might be upside down on balloon party at this point honestly if we I'm ran a p Were
4: you happy with Mizzou's efforts against Kentucky no. no I
3: didn't watch a
4: second of
3: it nor did it even cross my mind and I'm not saying that I'm just this is my observation feel free to send in hate text or whatever it just it shows, shows how and I guess number one and number two in college basketball lost last night. Yeah, yeah, right Houston and Purdue,
2: yep. right? Mm-hmm.
3: And it just doesn't even register
4: Purdue got beat by Nebraska. That's right Danny knee. <laughs> I, I Don't think he's still there <laughs> Probably up. hadn't been for 25 30 years <laughs> <laughs> It's a great Maybe way. he's back. I don't know
3: Danny knee He's uh, up and he, if you he gotta go go. Oh,
1: I thought we were breaking well,
3: I mean, you know, shows just kind of flows. Uh, we'll break. We have uh, Jeremy Rutherford, nine o'clock, Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. Then it sounds like a big balloon party
0: coming up with all that we got.
4: Almost more material than you're going to have time for. I so, think
0: they're extending it to three hours.
4: They, if should. Topic, oh, they should. If you got a topic, God.
0: If you
3: got a topic for uh, for a balloon party, I'll go to the TMA people because usually I just do it on 101, and it gets my synapses firing. I Venmo you $35. Really? I do. So, uh, yeah. Iggy,
0: there's a side business. You can make a bunch yeah. of burners and make 35 well, You a can day. just tell it
3: to me and then I'll just Venmo you $35. Oh,
0: Got to
4: get my synapses fired, though. You, it, it, you could use another $35. i yeah. will give you 10 a week. 10 ideas. You only a need
0: week? like five,
3: right? Uh, since we're doing an hour, I can just need five. <laughs> okay. So don't go to my head. I'm at a, a, a minus 175
4: Yeah.
3: Really? Oh, but the exposure. Yeah, I guess you're right about that. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, T. McKernan at InsideSTL.com, or I guess you could text him but if you want to make sure I see it, T. McKernan at InsideSTL.com. We'll take a break. This is TMA presented to you by Brown and Crippen.